I thought it was really funny when we were at the Airbnb and we were doing that creep off WATP crossover. Yeah. And we had four mics. We're like, all right, who wants a mic? And Casey just sits right down and grabs a microphone. I'm like, well, there's also Croge and Andy and Chris. Like, we're all sitting here. She's like, nope, I'll be on. Okay. Fair enough. And a legend was born. <laughs> you, you earned it, Casey. <laughs> Your resume speaks for itself. <laughs> makes, makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, I'm so fucking aggravated. <laughs> Marvel movies suck. Episode two. Noin. You know what? I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? What are you talking about? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello. And Cousaroos, welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that would do anything for your love. Anything. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, the goat out of hell. It's Andy. Yeah, let's chew the shit. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to our Patreon and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And actually, I have some big news here. I was supposed to do a crossover show with the Dick Show this week coming up. And then Dick was going to go to Portugal, so we rescheduled, and then he broke his foot, so now it's back on. And at the same time, I scheduled a creep-off crossover with Vinny, so we're going to do two shows this week, two bonus shows on our Patreon this week. So definitely go over there and check that out. Also, What more could you ask for? What what else do you want? A Dick Show crossover? A creep-off crossover? It's amazing. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called the Jacked Up Review Show Podcast. This was a suggestion from Ryan. We have both listened to this separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is what I always say at the beginning of uh, talking about a show. I say, it's hosted by... I have no idea. (laughs) I looked it up. I tried to figure out who he was. He he talks about himself a lot. Right. Never says his name. I have no idea who's hosting the show. Um, But I I guess where I want to start off... Is with the energy level. Yeah, of the I'm show. so jacked up to talk about this. Yeah, guy. remember, this is called the Jacked Up Review Show Podcast, and it really gets you going right out of the gate. This theme song is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I swear to yeah. God, Andy, yeah. I played this multiple times. I have a lot to say. My about wife this. and I were rolling. <laughs> jacked Up Review Show.
technically longer than our old intro. I was just going to say. That everyone gave me shit about for being way too long, especially you. Is there, is there any other show that might be familiar with having a theme song that's a little too long? A little too long, guys. And then I love the energy there. It's, they're jacked up. It's a review show. We're jacked up. I can't yeah. fucking wait for this. This is right out of the gate, the first thing you hear. Welcome, ladies and gents. Uh, John and I are just going to give you a quick episode just Bands we'd like to see music biopics of. <laughs> so Andy and I happen to listen to the same episode. They put out like three or four episodes a week. There's a lot of episodes out yeah. there. Yeah, we're, we're in have season a lot of five. The same clips here. But yeah, probably because this is a show with his buddy John Mark, and they're going to talk about what bands would make good music biopics. Yeah, is it biopic? Because he keeps saying biopic. Is that what he was saying? It's I, a biopic. That's what I thought. It's like a biography. I think a lot of people say biopic. It's like really aluminum and shit like that. Like there's, oh. people say it different ways. Okay, well I'm gonna say biopic. Okay, because that makes sense to me. Right. Call us on the hotline and tell us we're yeah. retards. Yeah. The, <laughs> you know, the new phone topic. Do you call it biopics or biopics? <laughs> All right, Andy, what do you have from this show that you want to talk about? Because this yeah. is this is literally the worst conversation starter ever. Right. What movie should be made about bands? Yeah. And and what are you gonna argue with them? And be like, oh, I don't I don't know that band. I, I don't want to see a movie about that band. Right. So they don't argue at all. They just go, Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. How about this one? Yeah, that's oh, cool. right. Yeah. Everything <laughs> there's no there's no debate. Everything is no. they agree on everything. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that'd be pretty and cool. there's no bad ideas. And you know Actually, let me start it off because ahead, one of the yeah. first ones out of the gate is Aerosmith. And I was listening to this, my wife goes, Are you listening to Beavis and Butthead right now? <laughs> I will let you start. <laughs> well for me. The first band that comes to mind, I've always said, is Aerosmith. I'd be curious to see a biopic of. Very good pick. I don't condone the use of performance-enhancing drugs, but fucking do some cocaine, for oh, God's just sake. Just a little bit of coke, guys. What the fuck? Get jacked up for the Jacked Up Review show. So the guy says, you know, that would probably be a good band. And the guy goes, yeah, you know, you could learn more about Steven Tyler. I mean, you could definitely have him... I mean... Saw the weird stuff he's handled and done, and just even just show how he just got his voice. <laughs> how he got his voice. I would want to see that because you know, you listen to Dream On, and it yeah. sounds like a different guy, doesn't it? And then you get to everything else that you know, every other. Aerosmith song you ever hear where he sounds isn't like it amazing Tyler how everybody knows 80s Aerosmith was pretty bad and yet 90s and 2000s Aerosmith makes 80s Aerosmith sound amazing yeah, yeah. Right. pining for I'd it. want that biopic to end in about 1979 I yeah. think it's like hey guys let's go get clean and sober the end <laughs> and they never played again see now this is how you talk about a biopic these fucking idiots are just like yeah, that'd be cool like yeah. Steven Tyler could like sing a song and stuff <laughs> Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then you can show how many. You can show where he bought that scarf that he tied to his mic stand, and the other one that he tied to his mic stand. All right, Andy, what do you have on this show? I, this show, when these guys come in with their, you know, your their hot, jacked up energy, it reminded me of uh, clip four. This might sound familiar. Now, did I pronounce your name uh, correctly? You, you sure did, Pete Schwetty. <laughs> Well, Pete, Terry and I have been looking forward to having you on the show because we know you're the master of all kinds of Christmas goodies. 
Tell us about them. Well, there are lots of great treats at this time of year. Zucchini bread and fruitcake. But the thing that I most like to bring out at this time of the year are my balls. I can't believe you pulled that clip without bringing a gunshot sound effect into that. Isn't that what uh, Eric Zane had or someone? Yeah. Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve, yeah. Yeah. At least that bit has a has some kind of punchline, though. Yeah, this show is um, wildly unentertaining. Yeah. Wildly. Nothing that they talk about is interesting in any single way. No. It's crazy. I listen to a bunch of different episodes, so I'm going to get into some other stuff as well. In fact, let's start off with the host interviews this model who's also a DJ in Houston on some like internet radio thing, and she was like an MMA ring girl. Not UFC. Right. MMA. This is just so funny because we we picked episode oh, you picked that one seven. too. Well, I down, I didn't clip anything from okay. it, but I was just like, I'm going to listen to that one too. So we picked the same one out of all the bullshit that you could have picked. So this is Rachel Rockstar, <laughs> and she's got like an Instagram page and stuff. And this is guy, she jacked up. <laughs> That's a no. Her energy, her energy's not great for someone who's like has a radio show. You'd think she'd be better, but. Honestly, it's tough with this guy. He's so nervous to talk to her. He's obviously has like a crush on her or something. Oh, this guy is just like an energy leech. You know, he's <laughs> so a lot of people. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Likewise. So, <laughs> likewise. You've been on my radar a bit, non stalker. Uh, I just would always see you just heavily promote just very social music themed events. I was like, what the hell is that? That looks awesome. And <laughs> here we are doing a cool interview to start off the new year. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, how did you get into all that? <laughs> into which part? <laughs> <laughs> His first question. You do this and this and this. How'd you get into all of that? Oof. Boom goes the title. <laughs> yeah, what, a, what a horrible question. Notice how this guy's giggling. He has like this nervous oh, laugh. He's got his do- <laughs> Dr. Hibbert laugh. <laughs> yeah. But way less entertaining than Dr. Hibbert, obviously. And these, these conversations he's having with this woman. Are ridiculous. They're very social person, so therefore you kind of want to just be at all these various cool party events, all these various live performance and entertainment events. Well, what's funny is I'm actually an introvert, but I'm an extrovert, oh, really? <laughs> extroverted introvert. That doesn't make any sense, Rick! So guys, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm very shy, but I need a lot of attention. Yeah. <laughs> right? I just When I walk into a room, I need everyone to look at me. I'm a shy guy. Don't get me wrong. Look at me, but leave me alone. Leave me alone. All right. Since we're talking about this interview, I just want to blast through these real quick. So this woman grew up in Austin, moved to Houston, didn't like Austin. Right after she says she didn't like Austin, this guy asked this dumb question. Oh, sweet. Okay. So um, so you were an Austin gal, then you became a Houston gal. So how would you want to describe kind of uh, how the framework of either entertainment industry works for those two? <laughs> What? <laughs> How the fuck do you answer that question? <laughs> well, in one city, gays are cool. In the other city, they hate them. <laughs> That's, that would be the answer. Holy shit, this poor woman. Okay, sweet. Um, uh, do you think uh, the whole shtick about Austin Austin being labeled the Hollywood of Texas and Houston kind of being just a more just giant advanced city are pretty, ring pretty true? Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I don't really see Austin that way. So 
I wouldn't even know how to answer that. It's not a good question. <laughs> yeah. She that's a good question. I don't even know how to answer that. Well, that makes it a bad question. <laughs> well, it sounds, like the, it sounds like the answer is no. It's a nonsensical <laughs> question. So then she talks about how she was a host on a TV show for a short amount of time. So uh, let's backtrack to the TV. Uh, so was that more like a Austin Access channel or was it an actual just kind of like your what were exactly were you hosting? <laughs> it was definitely on a local channel. And uh, yeah, it was a local channel in Austin. And it was a local producer. She was a female and asked if I wanted to also, if I wanted to be her host. And I said, yes. And it wasn't for very long. It's another long story with that one. Still a good thing to have still... on your resume. <laughs> Excuse me? Still a good thing to have on your resume. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it was fun. And um... he even repeated his giggle yeah. the same way. <laughs> In case you missed it. I didn't catch that. Oh, you talking about the <laughs> that part? No, no, no. The part before that when you asked the question. So he's, she's saying like, I, oh, I was on the show. It was a yeah. local show. Well, he asked. It was, it, was, yeah. it was a local show, right? Uh, it, was know, a, you, it was a nothing show. It was a nothing I show, I was a right? nobody. It went yeah. nowhere. Yeah. And so for some reason, this guy tries to relate to her here. And it's like relating to her for failures. I don't know why he thinks this is a good idea. Okay, cool. Um, and is it still going or is it long gone, replaced with different programming? <laughs> Um, the the TV station. First off, she's not on the show anymore. He goes, so, so is the show still going on? Like, who cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, you're talking to her. She's not part of it anymore. Yeah, but what's going on with it now? I, I don't know. It's wildly no, successful. No, actually, once I quit, it didn't last much longer. Okay, gotcha. Oh, no. Well, no, I, I get that. I've been on a bunch of sizzle reels and other projects that never took off. So. <laughs> This guy's been on sizzle reels? <laughs> no. What would sizzle about this guy's reel? <laughs> oh, hey, guys. I'm uh, the intern here. Whoa! <laughs> There's, Exciting yeah. stuff. There's anybody that knows about being a loser. It's me. Yeah, so then he talks about... Now he's trying to impress this chick. He's talking about how he used to work at internet radio stations. Now, are you guys familiar with internet radio? Sure. It's not really a thing. You know, because we have Twitch and YouTube. Like, right. Spotify. Yeah. Internet radio stations are not, it's not a thing. But apparently this guy used to work at internet radio stations when he was in college. Okay. So back in college, I used to work at a few different uh, online radio stations. Some of them are still around, like especially by uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium and a bunch of others. But it's been a little frustrating because it seemed like... You had to pick a few additional people's brains just to see if it would be a paid gig or who would just continually do it. Because uh, right. I was an intern, so I got paid shit. But <laughs> it was interesting in that there's a lot of different talents out there, and they kind of just always were making a living, or that's just how they were known. They they could get to talk to so many celebrities who would gladly, you know, fly in on a plane and come meet them at the station. <laughs> and um, uh. Do you think internet radio is going to continually get a little more creative, especially since just we've continually been embracing it? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, literally, what is this guy talking about? Yeah. I, I could not follow th that stream of consciousness yeah. that it was just going on there. And it ended with a question, I guess. Yeah. 
would you like to buy some laser discs? <laughs> <laughs> so the best, the most awkward moment here is you're hearing what's going on. This is an awkward appearance for this woman. They are having these ridiculous conversation. And for some reason, he asked her to come back on the show again in the future. Okay, Stellar. If there's any other music events you want to promote on here, we'll welcome you back on. <laughs> on here? Yeah. Um, this podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we'll have you back again sometime. Why? Yeah. Where? Here? Here? Never. On this show? I don't know why I'm doing it now. Yeah. To what end? <laughs> why would I do it in the future? It's the only time she laughed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to come back? <laughs> so then they're talking about how she's a model. And when she got into modeling, she was doing like magazines. And now modeling's all about just having an Instagram page and doing OnlyFans and stuff like that. So she has some advice for models. Yeah, you got a lot of different modeling, but it's not at all even remotely, you know, risque or, you know, sleazy. It's very just upfront, glamour, fashion. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so keep it classy and you don't have to go raunchy or trashy. Don't be a sellout and just, you know, keep it classy. Okay, so her advice to the young models out there is to keep it classy. And then fast forward about seven minutes when she promotes this. And that's, that's about it. I mean, I also have a Flushlight product that came out. <laughs> I don't want to get that. in detail in that one, but uh, that was something I wanted to do over a decade. And I finally came out with mine about a month ago. There's also a mold of my pussy that you can shove <laughs> yeah. your cock into. Keep it classy out there, everybody. Classy. There's a bow tie on it, so it's very classy. <laughs> <laughs> It's for he's, introverts. He's like, yeah. you never do anything sleazy, which is which is really great. She goes, yeah, no, I would never do anything like that. By the way, she does have an OnlyFans yeah. page. Yeah. I'm sure there's nothing sleazy yeah. with her flashlight that she's promoting. No, I just poured uh, liquid silicone into my twat and sold it on the internet. Are you guys falling asleep? Oh, yeah, all right, we're back uh, in the Jacked <laughs> Up Review Show. Let's talk about some of these bands that they should do biopics oh on this one fucking blew my mind carl in clip five you, you, you out of anything you would suggest i know you would sooner suggest fucking limp bizkit <laughs> I was so or su- fucking the ramones you so know surprised when they said Any, this was just like completely out of left field um what do you think about body count you know rap metal band you know ice t could even just do a documentary on them <laughs> that could be interesting especially since it took me so long to finally listen to them because I never knew they existed until literally about a year and a half ago. Yeah, that's a band that's 30 years old, by the way. Or not, maybe like 20 years old. But this... Well, at, at least 30. Yeah, it was early yeah. 90s. And I started thinking about it, and it really started to make sense. Clip 6, I did a little mashup. And you'll, you might... This might sound familiar to you. Body count. Body count. Yeah, motherfucker! So this guy likes songs where it just repeats the same word over and over again. It's funny, Body Count, people didn't even go see that band live when they were a band. Right. And now we say we should make a movie, yeah, right. a motion picture about this band no one's ever seen or cared about. 
It's actually Andy and I when we were in the band Sluts, we used to cover a body count song, yeah. "Cop Killer." Cop Killer, very controversial. <laughs> we actually played it for a couple of cops once. I certainly didn't <laughs> smile sing it. That's for damn sure. I did. All right, let's let's think about some other bands that would make for good uh, biopics. Maybe C plus C Music Factory you just could just show how all these guys, you know, were around for years and they just had one big, you know, single, and they did a few other, you know, songs that were just played at. You know, clubs, but C plus C Music Factory. It's CNC Music Factory. <laughs> right. They were a one-hit wonder, and the guy's like, "That would make for a good biopic." No, no, actually, no, it wouldn't. It's yeah. a terrible idea. He also right before that, he also suggests House of Pain. These are one-hit wonder bands. Oh, it's so stupid. Would, they were like they were lightning in a bottle, and then all of that popularity is just like stripped away from them. And then some pu- some asshole it makes a punchline out of you on a podcast. Right. That's your whole career. It's, it's not a <laughs> biopic. And then they're talking about solo artists that could have a biopic. Um, then I, I thought probably, about I could probably say, um, I was thinking of, speaking of solo artists, I could say Chris Cornell would be interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. taking on him. Chris Cornell? Yeah. The singer of Soundgarden and Audio Slave? Right. That he would be a good soul artist solo. to cover? Yeah, he's well known for his solo work. What, what are they talking about? Yeah. Well, actually, in my clip seven, Carl, he starts spitballing about what uh, this movie would entail. And just listen for the end. He gets bored of his own idea. <laughs> yeah, or something. Just have some kind of group who basically... I mean, if anything, you could just how to describe it. You could basically just showcase how, yeah, he just knew when he was done with the world and he had an exit <laughs> stage right. <laughs> I get fucking yawning in the middle of his own sentence. <laughs> if anything, you could just. Uh... <laughs> then they bring up Ozzy Osbourne And I don't know how old these guys are yeah. But when I think of Ozzy And his career mm-hmm. Literally the last thing I think about Is his reality show All right. The guy fucking started Black Sabbath I mean, right. This is this guy's responsible for a whole genre of music right. um, Trying to think I know some people I've talked to Love to see like an Ozzy movie I don't know if that would work honestly Especially, maybe earlier Aussie, not nowadays. Yeah, definitely do it before. I mean, just have the reality stuff in the background. Get it approved yeah. by his family. No shit, Sean! No shit! Maybe we should cover the time when Ozzy was making music instead yeah. of a ridiculous reality show. Yeah, probably a good idea for the biopic, yeah, I would right. think. I know, in my clip 11. How was there not an Ozzy movie, by the way? That'd be really? fucking awesome. Exactly. And in, <laughs> Let's do their show format. <laughs> who else would make a good biopic? <laughs> Sorry, Andy, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So they're talking about the guy who is there for, like, the birth of heavy metal and has done more drugs than probably 20 people put He's together. He's snorting more ants than I have coke. Right. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So then they're like, well, what about... If we get our, make a movie about the production notes about a music video that he shot one time. Yeah, I definitely would want to know, you know, just get people to study with the executives saying, how did you film this so we can create that look? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
or I mean, getting the looks not hard, but what would actually happen on the set of this music video? We want to tell that side of the story. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! How about the death of Randy Rhodes? You know how to yeah. cover that and how you shot a fucking music video? Yeah. Let's let's do a movie about the making of Bark at the Moon. <laughs> fucking morons. <laughs> Maybe it should just be an extended version of Mom Mom Coming Home. That'll be the entire movie. Yeah. Just multiple verses and piano solos. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with these people? Sounds like a punishment for the creep off. Two-hour version of that song, and then in excess, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's brought up. This guy's an idiot. I mean, in excess, weren't they British? Nope. Australian. Australian. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of the few Australian bands people know. <laughs> you could probably do Duran Duran. Another I British think so. band. Show how they're changing the atypical kind of '80s pop scene. Um, kind of considered rock too so yeah <laughs> just, just be an interesting just kind of multi-genre crossing well that's retarded <laughs> duran duran is a multi-genre crossing music group what are you talking about what do you mean yeah, queer the, 80s rock and it's the one genre wow they cross so many genres that duran duran because <laughs> they're fucking idiots Clip. All right. Speaking of that, in clip eight, they start talking about who could play the dead singer of In Excess in, uh, this, in this biopic. But I know the perfect guy that can play him because there's a artist I discovered when his band was on SNL a few years ago, called 1975, and the lead singer looks exactly like the singer of In Excess. I'm like, well, there's your guy. If you ever do a biopic of him. There's a guy. Even almost sounds right. like him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, they typically cast actors in movies. They don't take a singer that's just like another singer and try and make them act in a movie. If it's a war movie, they cast actors in the war movie. Not, not, a, not fucking army generals. Not Vic. Yeah. Right. If it's a sports movie, actor. Lord of the Rings, actor. They don't cast real <laughs> Every hobbits. Every time it's an actor. <laughs> Let's get that guy from that band. Uh, what's his name? Val Kilmer? Let's get him to play. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, and these then, guys are stupid. And then in clip nine, they start talking about the plot. Like, what is the most interesting thing about NXS? To be respectful, you know, not be you know, too obvious. You know, just playing off the drugs, which I'm sure some people would, but that wouldn't always be interesting as a film. Well, even as a documentary. Totally. I don't even know what he just said. Right. And if you're talking about NXS, it's never tear us apart, and the guy died, uh, choked himself, and died jacking off. Right. Those are the two things that people know about NXS. And he seems like you got the plot all figured out for this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> These guys don't. Uh, well, they have that other song, too. You know, it goes, da, 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 da. Yeah, that's chestnut that you <laughs> know the title let's of. Let's not forget that riff. Yeah. <laughs> you know they came up with that. They're like, well, this is a hit. <laughs> <laughs> this is what makes me want to die, Jack. All right, off. let's talk about the last 15 minutes of every yeah. episode of this. This is, I couldn't believe it. I'm looking at the waveform in my software, and it's all over the place. And there's like these minute-long chunks that are, some are quiet, some are loud. I'm like, what is this? What's, what, what am I about to hear? And it's all promotions for other podcasts about movies. Yeah. 
And each one sounds worse than the, the one previous. It's unbelievable how shitty these movies sound. Starting off with, there's something about nerdy black guys that I find hilarious. <laughs> this is a show called Home Video Hustle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah, tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you should promote your show by saying we go off on tangents all the time. Yeah. That sounds like a really bad idea. Yeah. Is it a focused conversation? Oh, not at all. No. <laughs> we talk about nonsense yeah. for an hour and a half. I went to their YouTube channel and checked out some of their videos, and it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. There's like 17 views of these videos. Mm. No one gives a shit about it, but they're... The premise is ridiculous. I put VHS tapes in a bag, and then this guy pulls it out, and then we watch it, and then we talk about yeah. it. Yeah. This sounds like one of those things, those quote-unquote networks, where people are just like, oh, you have a podcast? I have a podcast. I'll promote your podcast if you promote my podcast. Yep. And it's just a That's whole bunch of people just, you know, trying to help each other out, and they all sound pretty bad, all including right. Clip 12. All right, let's hear this one. If you take two old punk rockers who are past their prime, put them in front of a movie screen and give them a podcast, what do you get? Cinema punks. Cinepunks. It's the mixtape of movies. Now, this one gave me an idea, Carl. Clip 13. Old punk rockers past their prime? Coming up next season, what do you get when me and my fat, stupid, washed-up punk friend Carl start our own podcast about watching every episode of Two and a Half Men? <laughs> yes! Yes! Tune in. I really need Patreon money. All right, now I can't put That's this on it. YouTube. <laughs> but thank you, Fat Mike, for that uh, that baseline right there. All right, what else is being promoted at the end of the show? Oh, my God. Maybe the worst fucking idea. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I have, I have one yeah. more here. It's time, let's check our cue, baby Pair it with a couple brews, baby We love good movies We love the bad ones, too So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you Oh, Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Steven at EILFM.podbean.com. So after all that ridiculousness, by the way, guys, go ahead and rehearse if you want, but after all of that. They throw out the URL, and I tried it, and it didn't work. 
E-I-L-F-M.podbean.com. Do you know what that stands for? Did you guys pick up? I mean, that was a terrible promo because you don't know what the fuck they were talking about or where to find it, nor would you want to, unless you, your job is to make fun of podcasts. Yeah. But apparently that stands for Everything I Learned from Movies is the name of that show. You easy, wouldn't know that. I just played their promo. Easy to find. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's just, you just all these letters.podbean.fm. Go, go for it. All right. I'll go find that. Then this is the dorkiest dork. I look this guy up, too. This is hilarious. be the same one. Hi, everybody. It's Mac Jackson. I wanted to invite you to a new site called the Forever Adventure Network. What's on the site? This website has everything. Oh. Pictures, videos, <laughs> blogs. There's original music by Harmony Constant. Two podcasts. One is the MacGyver podcast, where we celebrate Richard Dean Anderson, his iconic roles, and how it's influenced our lives. There's episode discussions, interviews, and life conversations. The second podcast is the Never Gets Old podcast. This sounds like a skit, doesn't it? This website has everything. Pictures, words. This is Will Forte, right? Where we celebrate all the best things that we love in life. From TV, movies, music, and comics. The site is also the home for the MacGyver SG-1 audio series. What? An ongoing adventure series that continues the adventures of MacGyver and SG-1. Wait, what? (laughs) Andy, did you follow that? I, this I, we got to do this show. We got to right. d- dig into this. I pulled a clip from this. Thank so, God. So these guys, or this guy, I guess, has a giant heart on yeah. for Richard Dean Anderson. You'll find all, everything on this website. All of shirtless pictures of Richard <laughs> Dean Anderson covered in my jism. <laughs> that isn't me drawing jism on. No, no, no. That's yeah. actually my jism. So I went ahead and looked up this show because this is ridiculous. The idea is... This guy does a scripted show, and Stargate yeah. was a TV show after it was a movie. Right. And the guy who played MacGyver was the lead role in Stargate. Right. Totally different universe. It's just the same actor, right? Correct. MacGyver was a totally different show than Stargate was. Right. Their idea is, these two guys are brothers, and now they do a show <laughs> where both MacGyver and the Stargate guy, who's also MacGyver, are brothers, <laughs> and they go on adventures together. <laughs> And I found the promo for the show, and I have oh a clip. Oh, my God. Get into the epic story and hear how brothers Mac and Jack work together. Suddenly, he spun on his heels to his brother. Jack, give me your phone. The gym- I should mention that I think in MacGyver, his name is Jack, and then in Stargate, his name is Mac, so it works out really well <laughs> that they could be Mac and Jack, the brothers. The general quickly took it from his pocket and handed it over. Yeah, it isn't working, you know. No, not as a phone. With that, MacGyver knelt down and smashed Jack's cell phone off the ground and cracked it open. As he pried it apart and reached for his knife, Jack stood stunned. That's... my phone. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds amazing. We gotta get Kevin back on the show and do the MacGyver SG-1 podcast. I know. I just have to hear MacGyver shooting an Egyptian alien in the face with a fucking homemade potato gun. (laughs) Quick, you got a rubber band. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, By the way, the new MacGruber series, I watched the whole thing. It's very funny. Fucking amazing. (laughs) So funny.
I love that. It's the whole thing. That episode six when he's apologizing to Lawrence Fishburne about yeah. calling him out. Uh, watch it. Everybody highly recommend it. It is fantastic. All right. I listened to another episode with a Star Trek fan named Greg Donaldson. Hmm. And Greg's claim to fame is that he watched the original series in the 70s. I can't believe you listened to this. Dude, this, this one. is the one I looked at. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'm listening to this. This one is brutal. All right. Let's start off with the question is about <clears throat> there's an anime series of Star Trek. And is that something that younger generations can get into if they want to get into Star Trek? Uh, very young kids, preteens, kind of like how I was. Or is it going to be more just kind of teens and adults? Excuse me. Um, I I think teenage. Yeah, so, so let, let, let's let the. <laughs> Do you want to get the phone out first, and then let's. Hold on. No. Uh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Take care of that. Cool. It's okay to have a Okay, it's okay to have interruptions. All right. So, so, no, I think teenagers on, uh, I don't know. I think most kids would enjoy the Subsequent shows better. Is this Trey Peacock? <laughs> um, I think it's, or I should say, I guess it would depend on when you grew up. Um, <laughs> that answers that question. This show is amazing. Why you'd have that guy on as a guest on your podcast? This guy cannot talk. He tells an epic story about meeting George Takei that you will definitely enjoy. And um, George Takei, hey, when I better. was in college, he actually, it was funny. In college, he opened up a a video store. Oh my. I don't know how the owner of the video store in in Columbia, South Carolina got him to open open it up, but he opened up a a video store. So I was reading trouble with dribbles at the time. So he, I th think I brought that book with me and he autograph he autographed it. So, nice. It was, it, yeah. it was pretty neat. No, very neat. <laughs> <laughs> Got an autograph from George Takei. <laughs> I mean, the guy makes it sound like George Takei was operating a video store. He it did the very confusing ribbon cutting for a video store, I assume. Also, George Takei was not famous for decades. Right. It wasn't until he went on Howard Stern that people started talking about George Takei again. Yeah. The guy was wildly available yeah. for anything. For it's like, ribbon... well, I, got a, I got George Takei's autograph. Yeah, everyone <laughs> yeah. does. For ribbon cutting at <laughs> yeah, a video store it's not and impressive. autographing a retard's book. <laughs> <laughs> well, they hadn't made Star Trek V yet. So, yeah, he had time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't have uh, anything on his calendar. 
that week. All right, let's talk about another horrible question. How is this guy? We're talking about season five of this show. He does it three or four times a week. He's this bad at podcasting still. That's cool. Um, so also, um, how do you think the, why do all three seasons just still hold up for most fans? Is it just a lot of the deep mysteries that they get involved in? Is it just kind of the witty, you know, banter back and forth, or is it a little bit more than that? Yeah, they didn't. I, I I think they had a good mix of showing what a, the future might be like, but they would leave it to the imagination. I don't know. I know I'm boring the shit out of people well, with these I, clips, well, but it's so bad. This explains everything why this episode was two hours long. All these fucking pregnant pauses. When I was looking at the feed, it's like, oh, it's an hour. It's 30 minutes. It's less, you know, it's barely an hour. This one was almost two hours, and now hearing these two talk, it explains why. I want to throw this out there to whoever this host is, or I don't know what his name is. I will come on your show. Yeah. I want this guy to interview me. I would love to be interviewed by this guy. This guy is the worst interviewer in the history of interviewing people. I'd love to see him interview for a job. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, this guy is terrible. It's unbelievable. And he found someone worse than him to come on the show and tell a story about going to a Star Trek convention once. This is a riveting story. Good payoff here. At the convention, they had like a gong show. <laughs> and, um, you know, the old game show with Chuck Barris. I got it. And she was one of the judges. I remember um, they had a lady come out in pajamas and slippers, and she gargled the original Star Trek theme. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it was crazy. I bet. Um, and where do you think... <laughs> This show is unbelievably bad. This I listen to a lot of bad podcasts on purpose. This is fucking horrible. Anything else you want to hit on, uh, Andy? Then the unknown comic came out and asked her if she spit or swallowed <laughs> that. Would have been, that would have been a fun story, but no. No, God, this was uh, maybe one of the worst shows I've ever heard. But they do have outro music, too, though. On the web, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Why do you do a show the like podcast this? is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. <laughs> we, so will, <laughs> we will certainly will, sir. All right, very good. All right, let's uh, let's move on with the show. Ready? Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This first one comes in from Michael Demers. And uh, I have to say, this is a friend of the show. This has happened a few times recently. But uh, he sent in Miserable Men. Now, Miserable Men, Shuli's on there. Hmm. Our friend uh, Brent Hadley is on there. Okay. And he writes, wow, what a fucking disaster this show is. Five guys at once doing a Zoom show. Honestly, I couldn't stop listening because it's such a train wreck. It's got everything us WATP fans love. 
talking over each other, horrible attempts at humor, technical difficulties at plenty, and Brent Hatley. Didn't know if you knew this, but he's a swinger. Anyway, the whole episode is cringeworthy, but try the 45-minute mark, and I will, sir. Kansas Jayhawks football team used to have this coach, Chuck Mangione, and he was the fattest football coach I've ever seen. Three times that guy's uh, feels so good, doesn't it? it? Feels so good. By the way, by the way, yeah. that'll tell you how great Coke is. People bought albums of just a dude playing a French horn. Yeah. Like that's how good Coke is. People are like, this is fantastic. <laughs> this coach for Kansas was so fat. I was like, can you imagine this? No, no, no. Land yeah. in the wind. Oof. <laughs> And drowning out Brent Hadley is the best thing you could do. By the way, if you like the song Feels So Good, you can hear the Isotopes perform at anywhere you stream music on our Duck and Cover album. No French horns on that one, Shuli. Just electric guitars. It's terrific. And another cringe of the week, although it's not technically a cringe of the week because they caught themselves. Hmm. One of my favorite things now is knowing that I'm in people's heads. Knowing that when they're podcasting, they're thinking, oh shit, what would Carl think if he was to hear this right now? The Drew and Mike show was on, and they were watching the music video for Uptown Girl. Okay. Billy Joel's Uptown Girl. Mm. What is she doing there? She's prancing I, around. I can't hear the music. Where'd the music go? Oh, we're getting cringe of the week again, by the way, just so you know. Why? Okay. Why? I, I wanted to see this video. video. I asked to see the video. Everybody knows this video. Yeah, if you can't see this video, then you weren't watching videos in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. He even played our, our Cringe of the Week drop on that. I do appreciate it, sir. They can destroy our bodies and our ponchos, but they can never silence our song of protest. Uptown girl, she's been living in her white bread world. Come on, guys. Forget the clubs. Just shoot them. Right. So I mentioned this when I was on Drew and Mike earlier this week, but Stuttering John didn't do any shows the week before. We didn't have a lot to talk about with him. And then he did a beer on the balcony that someone shared with me. Sweet. It should really be a video cast. I don't know what's going on with John's fingers. His oh. fingernails are so long and there's so much shit underneath them. Oh, God. And like, it might literally be shit. I don't know. And, and the one finger has like crusty yellow shit on the he's, nail and the he's skin. He's turning into a monster. He, he really is. He looks terrible. Yeah. He's not long for this world. That is for damn sure. Dude, get your fucking kidneys checked. It's going to be like kidney failure. I think so. Oh, my it God. It sucks because I wanted to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what are we going to do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The saddest I've ever seen Carl. <laughs> so he goes on and does an hour-long show by himself, and I have way too many clips. If we if this goes too long, somebody just stop me, and we'll just use the clips another time because there's just so much to fucking talk about on all here. day. All right, so the last time we checked in on Stuttering John, he was talking about how hot his chick was. You remember? (laughs) She's got the C cups, the flat stomach, the nice ass. Hell of an ass. Retired science teacher. Mm -hmm. So she's in her late 50s, 60s, whatever. You know, I'm not judging. I'm not an ageist person, but... um... Good. (laughs) (laughs) Is he looking at me? (laughs) 
All right, let's see what's going on here. Let's get an update. What's been going on in my life? I was dating this chick for a while, and you know, I was shagging her. That's gross. <laughs> Who says that? I was shagging her. For a while implies they're not together anymore. Uh, sounds like it's not going so well. Um, but um, so I'm dating this girl, and everything was, you know, fine. Sweet girl. She was actually an ex-science teacher. Ex-science teacher. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, listen to him thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but she's needy. Oh, she's the and then she start like, you know, you didn't text me today. You didn't call me today. It's like, uh, I, I don't, I don't really. You know, that's not, you know, I'm busy right now. You know, I got a, I got an audition I got to edit. You know, I got kids. I'm, you know, I'm trying to see my youngest son for dinner. I got this and that. I'm not like, I don't like talking on the phone, nor do I like texting all the time. It's not, I, so, so sure enough, uh, I got a text from her today. I called you last night and you didn't answer. Because I'm sleeping. It's because I'm passed out by seven. I started drinking at three. What do you want from me? She was needy. She needed to sleep in a bed that wasn't the human equivalent of a litter box. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that he's talking about this girl he's been dating for three weeks. Who he's bragging about, how she's hot, and he's fucking her. And then he goes, but I can't text her every day. What do you mean? <laughs> you can't text your girlfriend every day? It's not that difficult. I think we all would reply to text messages of our, our new girlfriend yeah. every day. That, I mean, that doesn't make any fucking sense. He's making this up. You can yeah, tell by right. the length of time it took him to be like, the thing is that, um, the thing is that, the thing is, she's needy. Right. She's needy. She's needy. That's what it is. She needed and me to be not disgusting. <laughs> she needed me to bathe. Someone in the Discord pointed out, it's the only time he still stutters is when he's about to lie. It's true. <laughs> that is true. There's a towel. Yeah. He's got a towel. That's a good point. And she goes... You know, and I don't know if you want to respond, but you know, I can't have, I can't be in a relationship like this. And, and I'm like, all right, well, so fine. I just, I just texted the back. I go, look, if you need a guy to text and call you every single day, then I'm not your guy. <laughs> oh, so John is the one who broke up. Isn't that funny how it started with? She dumped him via tax, and then he's like, oh, yeah? Well, don't let the door hit you on the way out, bitch. <laughs> right. I got other things going on in my life. The way it always goes. Oh, my God. I um, Dr. Steve was on Anthony Cumia's show. Okay. And I was just watching live, and I wasn't going to call in, and then they started feeling bad for stuttering John. Yeah, yeah. So I called in, oh. and I have some clips from – actually, why don't I play that now? I have some clips <laughs> from that. But it's funny because even Anthony Cumia was like, when he was talking about making out with a chick in a bar, who the fuck does that? And he he had a great uh, analysis of it. He goes, you know, like when you see a movie and they're trying to show that you're in like a really white trash bar and you'll see like people in the background. They're not like in focus, but they're like making out. And that's how you know that you're like in a really trashy establishment. Yeah. Like that's like what Pickwick Pub is. Yeah. John's in there making out with his girlfriend. He's 56 years old. <laughs> He's in there making out with his girlfriend. So fucking funny. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I called in um, because 
Dr. Steve was on there talking about uh, WATP. Steve, uh, your your show is amazing. People love it, and uh, I hear I hear from people all the time that hey, they thanks, uh, they love your program and. I adore you on Who Are These Podcasts. Um, <laughs> Carl and company Love them. Uh, do such a great job over there. They do. Aren't you, uh, like, you're a, a radio guy. You're a fan of radio and a, a student of radio, if you will. I'm a student. Yeah, uh, I'm a fan. I'm not a radio guy. W- but don't they uh, Don't they seem to have really picked up the ball with with the radio thing? It's a great yeah. mix of radio and podcast. They do production they have yeah. like the uh, the sound effects and uh, and bumpers and promos, but they're kind of funny and used in a almost tongue in cheek kind of way. You know what I miss, Pete? Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm so entertained by the show. And you were really good on it, talking about, of course, the inimitable stuttering John Malin. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> no. That's Gino. That Someone too. tried no, to warn you about him, but yeah. go on with your thing. Yeah, no, you did a uh, you did a bang up job there on uh, on stuttering John. I'm amazed. Yeah, that they was can... on the Patreon side. the The Patreon one yeah. was a good hour and a half long, and then uh, the next week, just a promo that he had me on for a couple of minutes to talk about whether it's okay to drink heavily and then take Clonopin and then. <laughs> Do uh, 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 Beal Parmesan heroes and cough syrup for COVID. (laughs) And we did appreciate Dr. Steve's analysis on that. Mm. Now, the reason why I wanted to point this out is because I know that Anthony's listens to the show and he keeps up on Stuttering John with that, but he's going beyond that because I have not brought up the fact that Stuttering John and Hale Sparks had a comedy show that was booked and promoted and has now been canceled. (laughs) And there's a lot of speculation about this. And uh, Anthony brought that up. He, yeah. I guess his gig was canceled with uh, Hal Sparks. He, he he professes to be very close friends with Hal Sparks. Okay. And they had a, a mutual gig. Uh, I guess John was opening for him. Or if you talk to John, he was uh, uh, Hal Sparks was, was opening for John. Begging him, probably begging uh, Oh, yeah. And then the gig got canceled for some reason. No one really knows why. And then Hal booked another gig in a bigger venue in San Francisco without, without John. Shocker. So oh, now it's ooh. like, it's so, like anyone can read that and know exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> On air. On air with Carl Hamburger. Carl Hamburger. Yummy, yummy. Hamburger. All right, let's get back to the stuttering John stuff. So he starts off this beer on the balcony, plays his theme song, and the theme song is like three minutes long. And he has all this dead air. The theme song ends. There's nothing going on. And he finally gets in front of the microphone. Listen closely, Andy. Yeah. Everyone, welcome to Beer on the Balcony. <laughs> what the fuck was that, John? He comes out, he's chewing his food. He's got a his giant mouthful of food that he's trying to chew down as fast as possible. He's grabbing for his beard to, yeah. to wash it down. And I think we need an explanation as to why that happened. We have to understand. <clears throat> I start the song. I take a piss. Run downstairs. 
Probably half a ham sandwich. I wolf it down. Because I haven't eaten. And I need energy. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you hear the end of that? What did he just say? And I need energy. And I need energy. And I need energy? Yeah, that's what he and said. And I need energy. <laughs> I mean... I think he's like, I need energy, but he's saying I E N G. I need energy. And this is before he gets drunk. This is the beginning of the show. He pounds four beers during the show. That's an hour long. Yeah. Even by my standards. That seems excessive. (laughs) Um, All right. So somebody, he's responding to the chat like he always does, which is great. And somebody tells him that Howard Stern's playing clips of Betty White interviews where Suttering John was interviewing Betty White, but they cut out Suttering John and just played Betty White's answers. <laughs> I'm really curious if they cut John's voice out of the Betty White tribute on Howard. They played her answer to the question, but no one asking her the question. It didn't make any sense out of context. Did they really? Well, it's because of the lawsuit. See, now they know, although I don't even know if they're allowed to play that. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so I mean... Yeah, now, now some of they, they go, are. you know, I guess we were wrong. Thank you for say, telling me that, CB. That's an admittance. I got to talk to Popak about it. That's an admittance that they know that what they're doing is wrong. No, they're admitting that they don't care if you're on the show in any way. They yeah, just they're admitting that you're not you helping their station in any you're single right. way. No one's signing up for serious because they hear stuttering John's voice. Also, the admittance is that John didn't bring a lawsuit for 15 years. He's been on Sirius XM since 2005, playing best of shows all this time. And now finally John goes, oh, you can't do that. Well, why didn't you care for 15 years while you were making a steady paycheck? Yeah. Now all of a sudden you care. Yeah. That's the admittance of guilt. Oh, you can't do that. I don't, you can't use my shit. Okay, fine. We'll cut all your shit out. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and not think twice about it. Exactly. All right. So let's talk about what's going on on the hater sites and all the gossip. Yeah. You know, somebody told me, somebody went on on the Reddit site, you know, and I don't go on. And I always tell people, don't tell me anything on there because I don't want to know. You know, in the old days, like, if I would talk to people, you know, I would tell them different things. But just one, like, like if I'm talking, it's people that I don't really know and I'm just getting, I'll tell them one or two things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, and then I'll see if it ever shows up. And then I'll know who, if the person says some of the things that I said, or one of the things, I'll know who that person is. Fucking creep. Are you guys following this strategy? (laughs) So John goes around lying to people to see if they're haters or not. There's this one guy, you know, thinking, I guess he, I guess he, he, I guess he tweeted or however you call it, like on Reddit that I'm a, uh, I'm I'm a school teacher now or something. But I mean, first of all, you know, I'd have to go to college to become a different college, well, two years of college to become a school teacher. But it is something I told this person. Can you pause it real quick? Yeah, no. Sorry. Didn't he tell everybody that he was going to be a substitute teacher at some point? I, you know what? I can't remember. Back in the Royce days. Yeah, I thought he did say that. Yeah. And so, being a substitute teacher, you don't need a degree for. No. You can be a substitute. Yeah, it's pathetic. 
It's <laughs> not a good gig. It's not a good. Well, I'm just bang, saying, God. like you heard the same shit everybody heard, knowing that it was horseshit, but just, just, just seeing because I had my doubts, and sure enough, it shows up. Yeah, Jen's pretending he's playing 4D chess. There's yeah. no way he would remember what he told someone. Yeah, there's no fucking way he doesn't remember anything that's going on in his yeah, life. He doesn't remember. He thinks he's Tyrion Lannister on Game of Thrones. That's <laughs> a fucking Tyrion thing. And he told everybody this on his own show. And this he doesn't is... remember all his own lies. No, he, of course not. And this is hilarious too because when you're telling people lies to figure out if they're the ones going on Reddit or not, you would say good things about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. Would that make a lot of sense? Yeah. Now. I don't remember if I ever said that to this person, which is another bullshit. I just seeing if it ever would show up. I have never ever in my life have had to have supervised visitation. But this idiot fell for it. And apparently he goes on these sites and says it. Why would you tell someone that you just met? You have supervised visitation with your children. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got you. Now there's a rumor about it. Everyone's talking about it. Like, you started that rumor, John? Yeah. Why? What were you thinking? Why, why would you do that? I I told this guy that I'm a premature ejaculator. And sure enough, there it is on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> I told the guy I ran out of toilet paper. And that's why there's all this shit under my fingernails. And there it is on the hater sites. Gotcha. <laughs> now I know. You busted. Now I know you're a troll. <laughs> and now we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Unless you want to buy me a pint. <laughs> you really could just be friends with John. No matter what you do with him, you just offer to buy him a quarter's like, All right, we're yeah. cool. It's all, it's all good. Curly, you're the guy who's been goofing on me for the last four years and I wanted to sue. Yeah, but I'll buy you a pint. Oh, all right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> we're good. All right. This is, uh, this is some strategy he's got. And then as soon as I know it showed up somewhere, then I know who it is. Because I tell them, I tell them each a separate thing. Oh, I'm going to say this to this one. I'll say this to that one. And then we'll see which one is going to betray me and think, you know, and say it, even though it's not a betrayal because it was all horse shit to begin with. And then it'll come up and then boom, I know that they were trolls all along. And I think it's funny because he starts off by saying... I don't go on these sites. So someone later on brings this up to him that his strategy doesn't even make sense. John, if you don't go on Reddit, how do you know if the lies show up? Right. I do not go on Reddit, dummy. I do not. I refuse. Okay. I do, though, happen to have a friend. Here come the lies. Get ready. All right. Who every once in a while will tell me something because he goes on there, but not just, just not just for me. He just goes on there. But every once in a while, he does just, and he'll tell me, and he'll say, "Oh, you know, this is what they're saying." And because I say, I always say, I don't want to know, but he goes, "Oh, but this is too funny." And then he'll tell me one. I go, "What?" Is he talking about Cardiff? <laughs> None of this makes any sense. He goes, I tell people why is just to see if they're trolls or not. But I never follow up on that to find out if they're actually posting those things. And a guy who's a friend of mine tells me these things. I tell him not to, but he does anyway. And then I go, what? They're saying that? Like, but John, your strategy is that you would know that what they're going to yeah, say. How, and how are you keeping track of all these lies? 
He's not. Yeah. There's no way that, there's no way, what is he, like, writing it down, like, I told this guy this thing, and I told this guy that thing, and I told this guy that thing, and I have all these lines in the water, and we're going to see who bites. Yeah. Who's a troll. According to him, that's what's going on, except for the fact that he doesn't go on those sites. Yeah, and he can't keep track of that. Of course not. also, he sounds more and more like Hank the Angry Dwarf. He's just like, go on sex with your mother. You're right. He's, He's a less entertaining version of Hank the Angry Dwarf. Oh, boy. And then he's talking about radio gunk. And, um, oh, wait, no, before I get to that, let's get more into how he doesn't go on these hater sites. But I I swear I don't go on there. I refuse to go on there. Ask my friends. <laughs> what friends? Uh-oh. What are you talking about? I, I mean, you know, I'm not lying here. Oh, that's and why your somebody, voice went up when, when you said it. When somebody says, ask my friends if I go on Reddit, <laughs> ask my friends. I tell them to say lie. I tell everyone, that's my mom. She knows that I'll go on around it. I told her that last week. <clears throat> Why would I want to? That's what they want. And that's the funny thing. They want me to go on there. Because they want, look, look, John's reading what we were. That's how obsessed they are with me. I'm not going to give them that satisfaction. I'm not going to go on there. The Can lie it? there was that he has friends. I know. Ask my friends. <laughs> uh, present one. Yeah. And I'll be happy to ask that person. I'd rather hang out here with you guys. Chewing the shit <laughs> than fucking going on some site that's dedicated to just hate, lies, and abuse. You mean jokes and photoshops? <laughs> what is he talking about? I love this thing where he's like, these people are all hate-filled. Like we're all like laughing our asses off at funny photoshops of you and hell having gay sex. What do you well hell's hell's not a man? But what do you mean that it's all haters and lies? I love that he's like, these people are all lying about me, but you're the one who told them to say that lie. Yeah. Remember, John? That was your master strategy. Can't, like, you were saying you can't have it both ways. Can't Dr. Steve or Anthony or even like Shuli get Hal Sparks on their show, just like under the guise of promoting whatever, and just get something out of him about why he's yeah. fucking with, like, why he's paying attention to Stuttering John in any single way? Well, Hal Sparks is uh, extremely left-leaning, so he's not going on <laughs> Anthony Cumia's show oh, anytime right. soon. Um, <laughs> Dr. I mean, Steve. Come Dr. On. Steve, maybe. Maybe the Opster Dr. could have him on. I think the Opster and I are going to join forces pretty soon. This is a call to Dr. Steve. You could pull it off. All right. Um, you know, A.J. Benza was on his show, <laughs> and uh, John's even trying this strategy with him. I mean, even guys like A.J. Benz, I would tell him bullshit stories because I just want to see if he'd ever fucking, you know, come out and betray me, which he did. Which he did. Which he did. By the way, A.J. Benza is on my short list. We might get him on WATP, which would be a lot of fun because I want to talk to him about his relationship with uh, this stuttering (laughs) retard. (laughs) I think that'd be fun. All right, so now he's talking about uh, Radio Gunk. Now, if you guys aren't familiar... Radio Gunk is a website that's run by Monique. It's now a podcast as well, but it started off as like a messaging board. People talked about radio shows, primarily Howard Stern. And they talk about, there's a lot of places you can go if you want to laugh at Stuttering John. (laughs) Radio Gunk is one of those places. Uh, You need to go on Radio Gunk. It's a great group, great show when you were on. I like Monique. I've been on her show. I don't go on a website, though. Again, same losers as it is on Reddit. Just dedicated to hate and nonsense. All right, so John says, I do not go on that website 
Fast forward about 30 minutes and someone calls him out on this. And listen again when John has to make up a lie how long it takes him to think about it. Maniac Zaniac. Couldn't come up with a better name this time, huh? Um, John, you logged into your radio gun account on December 13th. It shows in your profile. <laughs> Suffered Den told me. I logged into my Radio Gunk account on December 13th. This is where there's a gift somebody made in one of the subreddits where he's like looking all around like, oh, what do you mean? He's like trying to think of a line. He's just making all these weird faces and shit. I logged into a website in December. What? All right, let's see what he has to say about that. Well, first of all, that's over a month ago. Okay. And second of all, if I did, I did, it was probably because Monique had just asked me to do the show, which I think would exactly correspond to the time that Monique asked me to come on the show. Okay. But I didn't even, I wasn't able to log on, so that's a load of shit. I could never get on it anyway, even when I used to try. Okay. <laughs> so his response is, I'm too stupid to log into my account. There's no way I did that. That's the most believable thing you've said that's, so that's far. That's the only believable thing. I can't remember my p p p password. <laughs> I love that this guy goes, John, we know that you logged in. Yeah, but that was over a month ago. You just said you never, never go yeah. on these sites. Never. I never go on those sites unless it's been a month ago. Yeah. Then I go on all the sites. Unless I was too drunk to remember. <laughs> it's so great. I, like with people that are so deprived of love in their life that they feel the need to just hate on somebody on a nonstop basis. It is to me a disease. It's like, it's something like, like I don't wake up every morning and go, Oh, like who am I pissed at today? I wish you weren't a liar. Yes, he does. <laughs> That's literally what he does. He's talking about how these people hate him. Honestly, John, we don't hate you. We love everything you do. It's one of the funniest things in my life right now. Yeah. So to say that we hate you is ridiculous. But John literally does hate people. So that's why when he rips on Don Jr.'s video, it's not funny. Because he literally hates the guy. Right. He, he isn't having fun with shit. Like, he hates Trump. He hates Republicans. He hates 50% of the population of the United States. He hates them. <laughs> yeah, Fucking right. hates them. Says it all the time. Tweets at them. All this shit. And he's going, I can't believe people hate people. I just don't get it. I don't understand how that works. Yeah. These losers who have shows dedicated, and they have guests on. Yep, that's me. Loser guests. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> you know, some might call them pedof pedophiles. That's, Whoa. No. So I played this on, on the Drew and Mike show, and we were talking about it. It's like, pedophiles? Does he just think that's like a, a, a negative word? Like a just... Oh, you're a loser and a pedophile, you know, just a derogatory term or something. Like, do you know what that, that means? All, like, right leaning people are interested in pedophilia. <laughs> Pedophiles. And the guest, you know, who just, it, like, you know, trash me all the time. I mean, how much hate can you, how much hate can you have for somebody? Well, you just, you just called the person a pedophile. <laughs> like, we make jokes about it. We're like, well, I got a lot of shit underneath your fingernails. And he goes, you're a pedophile. Like, Whoa, dude. <laughs> that's, a, that's very different, sir. <laughs> you asshole. Just because you're dating a, some 50-year-old slob that's a science teacher and not somebody that's half your age. So now 
speaking of him hating people, he brings up Joe Rogan, who he hates. <laughs> he tweets about it all the time. But he has a good reason for it. I'll shit on Joe Rogan. We know. But I met Joe Rogan. I did Celebrity Fear Factor. So he's allowed to shit on Joe Rogan because he met Joe Rogan 20 years ago. Yeah. That makes a- sense, right? I'll, listen, I hate people, but I met them once. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But some of these losers, I mean, I mean, that's all. It's like all this anger towards me. But again, I consider it a compliment. <laughs> Obviously. And all of these, you know, they haven't achieved an ounce of success. <laughs> Not an ounce? Not an ounce of success. A half ounce. <laughs> okay. All these losers who are goofy on you haven't achieved an ounce of success. Every time I post a video of us goofing on Centering John, it gets three times as many views on YouTube as John's shows do. Not an ounce of success. All right. Fair enough. You know, I'm doing well. I'm here on my balcony, a beautiful balcony. You're really not. Oh, the clouds don't move. But I'm fine. I'm fine with money. Am I fucking a billionaire? No. But I'm fine. I don't really put that that much importance in money. So, you know, if Sean Hannity is a multimillionaire, who cares? I don't personally care. John doesn't really care about money, guys. And you can tell that when he shames people for not super chatting him. Yeah, right. I did the <laughs> show on Tuesday, which, by the way, in my opinion, was one of my best shows with Ron Filipowski. The man who found out who Jared Schmuck was and Hal Sparks. And we essentially did a three-hour show. I only got two or three Super Chats. Let me tell you something. You should be ashamed. This is a guy who doesn't care about money. Shaming his audience for not giving him enough money during an episode he did with Ron Filipowski. Is that the, (laughs) the kicker for the Eagles? The fuck is that? Never heard of them. So this is weird because now this takes this bizarre turn where John starts talking about making money and how money isn't important, but he has to brag about how much money he made. It's a weird, weird. I find it almost odd. (laughs) Odd. That money is that, that insanely important to somebody's life. And if it is, there's got to be something wrong with you. There has to be. Look, look. I made my first million when I was about, hmm, about 30, maybe. Stop it. 31, uh, 32. (laughs) I was trying to play it off like, I don't know, I made a million dollars. I was in my early 30s. I don't know. Who who even knows anymore? Yeah. And how old were you when you got divorced and your wife took it all? I want to know why you'd brag about having a million dollars when you're begging for super chats. You know, Opie does the same shit where he, like, celebrates getting five bucks. You can't be both like, hey, I'm fine. I got tons of money. And asking people on the internet for their money. And then out of a third corner of your mouth saying that money... Being obsessed about it is stupid. Yeah, I don't understand these people who want money. Yeah. Well, I can understand that. Yeah. Money is like how you buy stuff. And fuck you for not giving it to me. (laughs) You should be ashamed of yourself. 
But he's got a theory as to why people need money so badly. Now, I would say shelter, clothing, food, you know, mm-hmm. necessities yeah. would be a good reason, a good place to start. But there is an illness. Like, you have people like Howard Stern. Like, they have to have money. You have a guy like Rupert Murdoch. He's got to have money. Jeff Bezos. He's got to have money. And you know why? Because he got a little dick. He got a little dick like Joe Rogan. He got a little dick. <laughs> whoa, you got butt slam. <laughs> uh, projecting much there, John? Anyone with money has a little penis, according to John. I'd love to see Joe Rogan and John fight. It'd be a lot different than uh, crazy cappy. He's calling him out. But uh, there's a reason why John is comfortable calling people out. But that's the thing. So it's small dick syndrome. I got a decent sized dick. I don't really give a fuck. He's got a decent sized dick. Decent. <laughs> Who would ever say that? <laughs> hey, how big is your dick? Decent size. It's decent size. It's not embarrassingly small. <laughs> I had a girl tell me it was big once. I don't know. <laughs> All these people with money are doing shit that, that people will give them money for. Correct. You're doing nothing that nobody wants anything to do with. Well, he's bitching about Howard, and Howard's a fucking sellout. I mean, Howard fucking lost his mind. I don't know what he's up to. So I I understand that part of it. But if you're Jeff Bezos or Rupert Murdoch, like, yeah, you made a lot of money because you're really successful and good at what you do. That's how you. That's how money comes to you. What do you? What's the alternative? Like not working hard, not trying to be good at stuff. I mean, that I guess that's what John's doing. (laughs) He's proving how much he doesn't care about money by putting out the worst podcast possible. When John was young, he asked himself, would I rather be rich or famous? You know, like we all do. When I was a little kid, for some reason, like, you know, when you're thinking in bed, I go, all right, if I had a choice for being rich or being famous, which one would it be? And I said, I'd rather be famous. I got my wish. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing to brag about ever. That, well, I don't have any money, but at least people know who I am. Yeah. That should turn into you getting money. Right. Rich. It's called rich and famous, not rich or famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one ever says, are you rich or famous? <laughs> you fucking idiots. Well, I might be the internet's punching bag, but at least they know who Stuttering John Melendez is. At least is. I have a decent dick. <laughs> I have a decent size dick. Uh, and then John starts talking about his old house that he used to have when he made a lot of money on The Tonight Show, a job he was wildly unqualified for. It was a goof. John, you're not an announcer. You're a stutterer. It's a goof. It was a goof. Jay Leno's a comedian. It's funny, <laughs> you idiot. But he got paid a lot of money, and John's talking about what a huge mansion he had in L.A. Did I need a closet that was the size of most master bedrooms? No. Uh, I wonder if John ever looks back at these videos and sees what he did, what he put out on the internet. Of course he doesn't. He, he doesn't. ever looks back. He would never put in the time to like, right. sift through and edit anything. So let's talk more about John's old mansion that he didn't even need. I didn't even, I don't, I don't care about money. I didn't even need all that. I bought it. I lived there, but I didn't need it. Well, that place, Frank and Smithbury, like the second one I had in the Oaks, that was 6,400 square feet or 6,800 square feet 
on a half-acre lot. It's the one Artie and Baba Booey came to. I mean, I had a football field as a backyard looking over, you know, looking over the mountains. I had a view lot. Half-acre. It was like... You know, you know, we'd run races in the back. I mean, I had a big fucking pool with an automatic pool cover and all that. This is where we used to live. This is so pathetic. Yeah. Just talking about where he used to live. Now he lives in a shitty apartment. He's in a shitty building next to a Home Depot. And he's sitting there going, yeah, I used to have a lot of money. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't care about that. You know, most people who used to have that lifestyle maintain it. Yeah. That's kind of the goal of getting to that point in your life that you can then maintain that lifestyle. But John knew all along that wasn't going to happen. Like I said, it wasn't because I felt the need to look rich. No, I did it as you know what I thought would be an investment. Yeah, and I put a handball court there for my kids. He lived in this mansion because he thought that was going to be an investment. Yeah. He didn't want to live in a giant mansion and have a luxurious lifestyle. I learned from the financial feminist, there's only two things you can invest in, (laughs) stocks and bonds. (laughs) Not real estate. It was an investment because when your wife left you and you needed to give her a lot of money, (laughs) you could sell that house. You sold the house and gave her all the money. So right after he talks about how he had this giant house, multiple living rooms, they never used them. He didn't need it. He says this. Howard Stern lives with Beth and that's it. Does he mean a 12,000-square-foot house or whatever it is? I'm guessing 12,000. It's probably more. What the fuck is he going to do with it? I ask you. What is he going to do with it? Maybe it's an investment, John. (laughs) This fucking guy talking about his mansion. Then he goes, this guy has a bigger mansion. Why the fuck is he living in a bigger mansion? What do you need that for? What a fucking idiot. This... It's unbelievable that somebody would say these things out loud and not catch themselves and go, oh, my gosh, I sound like such an idiot. I, I, I don't know what I'm thinking right now. I apologize. But then John goes on to explain that he doesn't need money. He could live anywhere. It's like, you know, if I moved to Florida, which I was thinking about doing, everyone's like, well, you're going to be happy. Dude, I could live anywhere. I could live in any state in this country. I could live in any country. I don't really need, you know, if I had the internet, watch TV, go to the local pub, have a few pints, make a few friends, find a girl, get laid, and call it a day. Just is a simple man, guys. He can live in any state, any country. Do you know there's uh, many countries that don't allow alcohol? To be sold anywhere, John, are you familiar with this? <laughs> what? There's no local pub? Okay, I take that back. I can't live anywhere. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I was going to buy drinks for everyone. <laughs> now no one's getting anything. Most people don't move from sunny California to Florida. And they're both nice. It's, it's Florida yeah, is like the California of the <laughs> East Coast. I know. I can live anywhere. Florida, uh, California, anywhere. <laughs> Fucking idiot. All right, uh, after he's going off on all these rants about haters and trolls and there's pedophiles on my show, (laughs) he's going through all this, he says this. Don't you guys love these beer on the balconies? Isn't it like a a fun time to just chill out? (laughs) Chill out? (laughs) What are you talking about, John? 
You're an angry guy. You're, you're angry at everything. You're screaming at the clouds <laughs> about Howard Stern's mansion. So then <laughs> I love that the people are giving him shit. John's got white shit all over his shirt. It's probably dandruff. Yeah. John, what's all Voya, your shirt? Voer. I believe he meant to write over. All right, whatever. He's typing and then I look down, and I don't know what he's talking about. The only thing I could think of is lint or maybe cat hair. Do I give a shit? No. You should, John. You're on the internet broadcasting. It's the only thing you do for a living. You should care how you look. You should try to like wash a shirt before you go and chew. Stop chewing your fucking sandwich. I care a little bit, John. You swing your words. He's chewing the shit. He's so stupid. He thinks everyone has the same amount of hate. Anyone who's famous just has haters. You ask people all the time, do you have haters like I do? No, John, you do. Because yeah. you suck at what you do. You know you're going to be on camera. Look <laughs> presentable. Suck at this, John. Oh, my God. I tuned in. To, I tuned in. I, I clipped on the uh, YouTube for the one that he did on Martin Luther King Day. And it looked oh, like he literally one, yeah. just got out of the shower. He looked like Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. He had like <laughs> yeah. this spit curl hanging down. And he just looked like he was sweating. He looks so bizarre. What are you, Gilbert Godfrey? You just pulled a reference out from the 70s. <laughs> so I have not watched an episode yet because I had way too much to do. And I didn't want to start watching that because it fucked me up. Because There's just too many clips already. We're already going too long on this. But I heard it's an amazing episode. Yeah. His, his MLK. Hmm episode i'm looking forward to that so john this guy you know what's all over your shirt and he put the o and the v in the wrong order so now john goes off on this rant about people having bad grammar <laughs> this is this is ridiculous i had a greenfeld i love when you correct grammar it drives me nuts if i hear one more person say i'm i'm so frustrated i am frustrated with people who say frustrated it's a pet peeve of mine. Can you please pronounce frustrated with an R? I've never heard someone say frustrated. Yeah, I've never either. heard that. It's not a thing. Not even a little kid. And, yeah. and John, he, he's at his wit's end. <laughs> he can't take it anymore. What's he talking about? All these people leaving out the R in frustrated? What? But wait, now we're going to get into some spicy talk. You guys know that the word your can be spelled two different ways. <laughs> if you say this is your beer, that's why all you are. This is your beer. If you say you're an idiot, that's why all you apostrophe are. Check out the big brain on bread. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. I was surprised he got that right. This is the guy who still has his Long Island accent. Yeah, he right. pronounces words incorrectly all the time. He sounds like a yeah. fucking moron. He's lived out in California for two decades, and he still can't pronounce words correctly. Yeah. This loser troll told me that I should suck your own dick, and he spelled <laughs> you wrong. <laughs> Just so you know, when I used to be married to Susanna, I see you're drinking beer. Could I have some of your beer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it the right way. <laughs> well, even better than the your talk is the their talk. You guys ready for this? Jesus. I don't know. I can't. I have, maybe he is a teacher because he really knows a lot about grammar <laughs> and spelling. There's so many of them. I'm trying to think. Or oh, there is always misused. 
Jesus Christ. Jeff. So he's making this show. I'm going to go now. there. T H E R E. Don't go there. Well, that's their shirt. T H E I R. I can't believe he's doing this. They're cool. T H E A. T H E Y apostrophe R E. I don't know. Doesn't seem like brain science. <laughs> what a drunk idiot. It's not rocket surgery. <laughs> brain science. It doesn't take that much thinking of your noodle to understand how these things are spelled. Now, you guys might know, I've definitely spelled there incorrectly sure. from time to time. Sometimes you're typing faster than you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or you, whatever. John's perfect, as we all know. And look, occasionally, even I'll make a mistake. I'm fucking you... half in a bag. You know, and I'll just be tweeting on a phone or something. Half. Occasionally. Occasionally? Yeah. Every episode is a mistake, John. Every episode you put out is a mistake. What do you mean occasionally? It's a clinic of mistakes. <laughs> it's all mistakes all the time. It's to the point where my show is fucking three hours long because there's so many mistakes just from one episode. Yeah. Just one episode. I can't get through it. <sighs> I'm sorry. I got to blast through. I have like five more clips here. Cool. But we, we absolutely have to blast through this. There's definitely someone who's in there who is a troll because they bring this up when he's talking about grammar. Uh, Mark P. Pitcher is a baseball play or something you pull a little good from. Picture is a photo you can take using a camera on your smartphone. Someone mispronounces picture? What? <laughs> is Mark P a WATP listener? I'm starting to think maybe he is, because why else would you bring that up? All right, so now John is drinking his uh, fourth and final beer. So it's almost time to uh, finish things up. All right, last sip. I only do four beers on this uh, beer on the balcony. Stage dog. John, you're quick to bust balls, but when we try it with you, you call us shows. Never was, never will be. I love you. Stage dog. What? I didn't call you a troll. What are you talking about? John doesn't remember anything. Because this guy's stage dog is like, no, you accuse me of being a troll. Like, you're busting people's balls. We're busting your balls. But as soon as someone busts your balls, you freak out. And John doesn't realize that this is actually a real big problem in his life. He freaks out on anyone. According to John... I'm perplexed. <laughs> I'm perplexed. So the advice that he gives Stage Dog here, because remember, Stage Dog says, there was a time when I was just trying to bust your balls. You called me a troll. You called me out. I'm a fan. I don't know why you did that. John's got some really good advice. Stage Dog, long ago. Come on. Can, you know, can we just get rid of the past, there, Stage Dog? <laughs> John telling people to get rid of the past That's the only place he lives That's the only, it's the only world he knows Is the past it's What's water, he talking about It's water under the bridge Until the next time you bust my balls Then you're a troll and a pedophile <laughs> Like I say uh, Live and let live <laughs> And I know where you live <laughs> I didn't even clip the part where he was telling these people He knew what their names were He's like I know your real name you know, he's just, he just threatens people all the time, which is why I called in to Anthony's show to tell them, don't feel bad for stuttering John. The first thing he did when he, we heard we were making fun of him is he said, I know where you live, and I know people who will break your legs, is what he said to me. It's like, well, I don't feel bad for people like that. Mm-hmm. He's an asshole. 
Now, a guy who isn't an asshole is actually growing on me. Real quick, so I was checking out Opie's show this week, and he had a Louis Anderson thing. I was like, oh, I'll see what he has to say about Louis Anderson, because he did a long thing on Bob Saget. All he did was replay Opie and Anthony episodes where Louis Anderson was a guest. Of course. So that's what Opie's doing on his podcast lazy. now. Yeah, a little lazy, I would say. Uh, more entertaining than his usual podcast, yeah. for, for damn sure, but a little bit lazy. So we have uh, Pat Duffy, and Pat Duffy's calling uh, Opie the brother man. I saw Pat Duffy enter the room. Where's Pat? There he is. Brother man, brother man. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That was the rallying cry of the hater, brother man, and we turned it into a positive. Brother man, brother man. Wait, they, he took back brother man from us? Is that true? What? I resent you people using that word. That's our word for making fun of you. We need it. How dare you take back brother man? I refuse to believe that's true. Now... Opie's talking to Pat Duffy. Pat Duffy sounds like a very annoying person because he's in a store watching Opie on YouTube live with the volume up. <laughs> he doesn't have earbuds for some reason. He's just he's just listening to it live with the volume up. Uh, LOL, uh, Pat Duffy, you just said the word ass and a baby in front of me in line shot me a super dirty look. Right on. What do you want me to say? I'll, I'll say something else to her there, Pat Duffy. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. You're a C. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> so proud of himself for calling her a C. I, I mean, if that's remotely true, it's pretty funny. If you're like in line at a store and your phone is just calling the person in front of you. Oh, if he, if he said cunt, I think <laughs> it would have been a little bit funnier. Well, that right? would have been funnier, but still kind of funny. I don't think it's true, though. I think it is true. I think that the people who watch Opie do not understand anything about how the world works. Like, shove fucking earbuds into your ears if you want to watch streaming video while you're in a store, you idiots. You're in line at a supermarket and some asshole is just playing Opie radio behind you. I mean, actually. <laughs> at full volume. <laughs> I would cry laughing, but if it was anything else, I'd be very annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the problem is, is that these guys don't have enough money for earbuds. Did I just make $5? Thank you, $5 guy. Stop giving your $5 to Opie. <laughs> Buy some earbuds so you don't have to crank the volume while you're in CVS. Speaking of being in stores, Opie is bitching about inflation. And I put together this little clip of his uh, inflation rant. And uh, I call this one broke pee. And it was like $4 and something. I just looked at the lady. She's just trying to make a living. And I go, really? All right, I tell you the story. I went to Petco and, and I literally couldn't pay for my stuff. You know, your guinea pig isn't that expensive. And then you get all the all the stuff you need for your guinea pig, and that's kind of expensive. And then the bedding, they don't – I got to tell you guys, if you're thinking of getting a, a, a guinea pig, don't. The bedding, which lasts maybe uh, – maybe if you stretch it out, maybe a week, maybe. 
is $11 a pop. They shit over a hundred times a day. <laughs> so now, what do you think I'm doing? I'm putting on a little doggy bag and I'm picking up little guinea uh, uh, pig shits all guinea day shit. long to save on uh, the betting money. <laughs> you know what they say, guys? Inflation hits poor people and washed up radio jacks the hardest. <laughs> He really is feeling it. He went to Petco and couldn't afford what he was buying? How is that possible? <laughs> He's the Joe Exotic of guinea pigs. I'll never recover from this financially. <laughs> uh, let's not forget that Opie is stupid. Well, we don't have- He's talking about, so then he goes into this rant about when he was growing up, they would reuse diapers because he, he grew up pretty poor with a lot of brothers and sisters. And he says, the guy who came up with disposable diapers... Impressive invention. Well, we don't have to be washing uh, baby shit out of these diapers anymore. I I came up with something called disposable diapers. That guy should have won a uh, Pulitzer Prize. Is it a Pulitzer or a Pulitzer? Pulitzer, right? Let's go with Pulitzer Prize. Well, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> That's for journalism. <laughs> inventing diapers. The guy, the guy who started that made a fortune on newspapers. Why would you get a Pulitzer Prize? This disposable diaper is made out of newspaper. (laughs) Give that man a Pulitzer. That's amazing. So then he says this. Oh, I I wanted to say Nobel. See, I know it's Nobel. (laughs) You thought I was going to say Nobel. It's Nobel. So then Opie talks about a Nobel Prize. And I swear to God, Anthony was just talking about how Opie pronounced that word wrong. Nobel (laughs) Prize. I swear he was just talking about that. And it's so funny to me because these guys like Stuttering John and Opie, we don't listen to the haters. And then they bring up shit all the time that we were all just talking about. It's like, oh, I think you are listening to the haters. Yeah. I think you're checking that out a little bit. Right. And we we both have to, they're both trying to critique people mispronouncing things just off, you know, off the cuff. I'm sorry I misspoke. Well, or... saying Nobel Prize is pretty dumb. <laughs> he also didn't pronounce Pulitzer correctly. And listen, I'm the last person. <laughs> I still find it funny. Guess what else Opie is up to? Promoting his Carl Ruiz merchandise. Oh, my God. It's on his website. I don't know why I'm hyper. Oh, maybe because I had an afternoon cup of coffee with my Ruizing slash Opie Radio coffee mug. Get yours at OPRadio.com. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> He's kind of growing on us, isn't he? A little. It's a little bit funny. He's getting legit laughs out of me. I could tell. Well, you always like those voices he does, too. Uh, yeah. Harold! Get over here! His George Costanza's mom yes. voice. Uh, last clip I have on here. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe a grown man would say this. By the way, Wendy's, your your uh, your uh, uh, your spicy chicken sandwich is too fucking spicy. <laughs> we all like a little heat, but that's ridiculous. That's a game changer, if you know what I mean. Nope. As in you're having a wonderful, enjoyable day, and now you're having a miserable day as as, as your whole your whole system starts a gurgling. And then it comes out the other end, a burning. Too hot. Wendy's too hot. You came in too hot with your chicken sandwich. I understand everyone's competing to have the best chicken sandwich uh, out there. You're up there. I would say you're better than uh, Chick-fil-A. 
what is he, Patrick Michael now? Seriously, that's what somebody <laughs> in the Discord, Andy's not looking at the Discord, that's what somebody wrote in there. How the fuck do you complain about something being too spicy at Wendy's? <laughs> that's insane. I've never been to a Wendy's and been like, oh man. Yeah. They really got to cool it with the hot sauce. It's the baseline amount that you can sell to an average person. How can you and complain about it when it has the word spicy in the fucking <laughs> yeah, name? I, I mean, you said it was spicy, but this is spicy. Hey, there's sir, re- that's there's why we said it was spicy. It's a regular chicken sandwich, too, sir. Holy shit. What an idiot. All right. That's all I wanted to talk about with Opie. I know we went too long with Stuttering John. And I know. Never, that, never too long. I know that we also have to get to. The game that is sweeping the nation, of course, I'm talking about the Who Said It game. And to play Who Said It with us, I do want to bring on the inventor of the Who Said It game, Victoria. Vic? Hello. Hello. And uh, we'll also bring on our friend Casey, who's back. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. Wow. All the review girls are here. This is awesome. Cardiff is here, too, but we're not going to pick up on him. All right. You guys ready to play this game? Absolutely. Who's keeping score? Can you keep score for us, Chris? I'm so bad at this. Thank you so much. All right. Let's. Oh, I got to play this theme song now. Goddamn fucking Cardiff, man. (laughs) Cardiff Electric, the most famous podcast in the world today. Cardiff Electric. He's so cool, come out and play. He's the guy all the other guys are jealous of. Cause he's the guy that all the girls want to be with. Uh-huh. Cardiff Electric, the most famous podcast in the world today. He's got great guests on his show, like Dr. Steve and some other people. We love you, Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. That just reminded me, though, and I meant to bring this up at the beginning of the show. Damn it. Uh, we made an announcement on the creep off that right now I think we have about 420 people mm-hmm. subscribed on our Patreon. If we get up to 500 by March 1st, so we just need 80 people to sign up for the creep off Patreon. We will do a roast live here at the Comedy Club in Rochester. Anyone can attend. We'll also make a video or audio version of it that we'll put out. But we'll have all of the people from Who Are These Podcasts and The Creep Off participating in the roast of Carl and Vinny. And uh, Cardiff Lecture has already RSVP'd to that. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. I'm excited about that. So I think Casey might join us too, right, Casey? Yeah, definitely. As long as it's not really cold. Yeah, we'll, we'll schedule for a time when you can survive the weather. I'll, I'll make yeah, sure thanks. of that. No problem. <laughs> Today, when I got up, it was negative five outside. Oh, oh that's disgusting. Yeah, it's not not good. Uh, and that's sucks. That's Fahrenheit. Um, it's actually pretty cold here right now, I will say. Oh, it's only the in the 40s. F- fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Casey. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's going to freeze tonight. It's going to be like 29 degrees. You better shut the fuck up, Casey. Anyway, I was just stalling time, waiting for Andy to come back so we can play this game. Now, I don't care about this game. Again, the creep off, our Patreon, if you go there, sign up. We get to 500. We're going to do a roast, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So please help support us. And we do put out two bonus episodes every single month, just like we do on Who Are These Podcasts, and a lot of fun formats that we have on there. It's not just the regular creep off episode. We do different things. It's, it's really cool. You should probably check it out. Okay, here we go. Boom. 
Welcome to Who Said It, the official podcast game on WATP, brought to you by the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network. Okay, Carl and co-host, Who Said It? Our first entry, Who Said It? I love uh, Bobby Lee. He's so underrated, in my opinion. Bobby Lee is amazing. Who Said It? All right, I got to go Patrick Michael on this one, even though I'm sure if this is a curveball, it just sounds like something that Patrick Michael would say. Producer Chris? You would think. Yeah, Patrick Michael. Okay. <clears throat> Andy? Excuse me. I'm going to have to go... It's not a real game. Just Opie. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it could be Opie. I know that they know each other. Um, all right, uh, Casey? A couple weeks ago, play clips of some people talking about your podcast where they also talked about Bobby Lee. Yes, the uh, Insufferable Bastards. You think it's the Insufferable Bastards? Yeah. It could be. They did a reply to our uh, goof on them. And then um, I don't know if that's in the rules. You can use Insufferable Bastards, maybe. Uh, Vic, what do you think? Uh, It's absolutely Patrick Michael. All right. Let's find out. One, two, three. I love uh, Bobby Lee. He's so underrated, in my opinion. Opie, yeah, Bobby he's... Lee is oh amazing. My God. <laughs> he's ah. leading the combat, though. That doesn't count. You guys fell into the Cardiff yeah. trap. All right. Watch for that trap. Andy got. Andy has a point. He's on the board Casey first. Casey fell into the trap of picking something that's not within the rules of the game. Casey's overthinking it. Sorry. <laughs> Too autistic. Sorry. It wasn't a bad guess, except those guys got the name wrong. They called him Bobby Bob Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Oh. Oh, well. All right. Let's keep going. Our next entry. Who said it? I'd like to marinate a couple of lesbians. Who said it? All right. I'm taking the first stab at this. That's a Jerry Banfield. That sounds like Jerry Banfield to me. What do you think, Chris? Opie. Opie. All right. Andy? Tom Myers. Tom Myers. Casey? Um, I think that's Opie. All right, we got two Opies and Vic. I'm going Patrick Michael again. Okay. If I keep guessing him, I can't be wrong. That's true. You'll get it. You'll get it eventually. Uh, This is a a lot of range on this one. I think every single possible answer has been given for this one. Let's find out. One, two, three. (laughs) I'd like to marinate a couple of lesbians. Our next entry. Patrick Michael. Who said? Damn. The audio wasn't great, but I know this is a hard game to put together. So Patrick Michael is the winner on that one. Vic, right? Vic got it. Okay. Vic Absolutely, got it I did. With okay. the worst strategy ever. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should have been like, oh, I, I got this one. I know it. You're like a person playing the lottery. If I play the same numbers, yeah, they're bound to come up. Keep using the same ones. It's true. Uh, Eventually, <laughs> it'll fucking come. Who said it? And I also don't masturbate. To girls that I want to be with. Who said it? <laughs> Jesus. I gotta go Banfield again. I gotta go Jerry Banfield again. Stuttering John. Yeah, Banfield loves talking about jerking off. Stuttering John. You got so. two, two Stuttering Johns? Yeah. All right, Casey. Field on that one, yeah. I'm sorry, what do you think? I'm going Banfield. Banfield, all right. She's with me, Vic. <laughs> I'm with Banfield. All right, three Banfields, two Stutt Joes. You know it's going to be Patrick Michael. I know. One, two, three. And I also don't masturbate to girls that I want to be with. Our next entry. Damn it! 
Why did he say that? Why did He's he so say that? He's so fucking nasty. He's so gross, it's so Carl. It's stupid. It's such a dumb thing to say. He's the grossest man alive. You know, yeah. you know who I don't jerk off to is women I find attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why not? I don't want to disrespect them by <laughs> imagining putting my gross body on them. Or wasting a batch. <laughs> God. Can I go one day without someone talking about his batch? Uh, no. <laughs> one fucking day. <laughs> Who said it? They've had terrible things happen to them in their lives. And, and in a lot of ways, that's why they turned to fighting. Who said it? All right, mm. it's Patrick Michael. I, I'm convinced. I know he does the UFC podcast. It's got to be Patrick Michael. Banfield. I have a theory. Yeah. That the stutter and and is oh. an OP thing. Oh, okay. I like that. So I like I'm going that. Opie. Casey, what do you think? I'm going Patrick Michael. All right, and uh, ben? yeah, Banfield. One hundred percent. All right, you got this. One, two. Three. They've had terrible things happen wow. to them in their lives, and and in a lot of ways, that's why they turned to fighting. Well, you picked God up damn. on the subtleness of that. that Crushing was it today. That was well done. You Andy. didn't even want to play. I know. Fucker. I hate Andy. this game. I'm terrible at it. And he's up three to one to one to zero to zero. Man. I'm the worst at this fucking game. <laughs> you can't be the worst at it. Our next entry. Which is, by the way, why I go first. So you know what the wrong answer is. I'm trying to help you guys out. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Carl. Who said it? Like, I stay safe. I don't really go out. But I mean, let's face it. Like, you gotta, like, you know, I go out to do my walk. Who said it? Well, who says like that much? It sounds like an Opie thing. I'm gonna go Opie. Yeah. Patrick Michael. All right. Stuttering John hikes. Okay. Goes on he walks. said walk. It's Opie. Yeah, it's Opie. All right. Let's see. Can I finally get on the fucking board? One, two, three. Like, I stay safe. I don't really go out, but oh, I mean, let's face it. Like, you gotta, like, you know, I go out to do my walk. God damn it. That's all for this week. Wow. On Who Said It? I hate this fucking game. Brought to you by the Heavy Budget <laughs> Podcast Network. <laughs> Home some of the most famous podcasts so, on the internet today. Casey and Carl both got shut out in that round. But guess what, guys? Good news. There's a round two because Vic has also put together a Who Said It game for us to play. So get ready for my comeback. Let's, let's hear it. I haven't listened to this yet. She said she put together a whole production just like uh, Cardiff does. I can't wait to hear what this sounds She's like. jealous of Cardiff. I didn't know that you were uh, an audio engineer, Vic. Oh, you'll see. It's like a fucking middle schooler putting together like a fucking weird little thing. Cardiff, Can't wait. Cardiff's game is better and his titties are Great bigger. Description. Hello, Carl and guest. It's Vic. I'm here with a game that I made called Who Said It? The objective of the game is to guess who said it using an out-of-context quote. Let's get this out of the way, shall we? <laughs> Here's the first clip. Out in Los Angeles, you know, people are phony. They're shallow. There's way too many high expectations and broken promises. So, of course, I came back. All right, let's figure out who said it. Oh, she's reading it all monotone to throw <laughs> us off. Someone who came back to L.A.? Is that Stuttering John? I, I would think so, but 
Yeah. I'm going to go Southern John too, Chris. I can't think of anyone else. So, yeah. I don't know what Vic's out. Yeah. Casey, you got that too? Okay, so we're mm-hmm. all saying that. All right, let's see what happens. Yep. I have a feeling this is going to, after we play this, Vic's going to laugh maniacally. Three, mm-hmm. two, one. <laughs> out in Los Angeles, you know, people are, are phony, oh, they're oh, shallow, oh, way too many high expectations and broken promises. So, of course, I came back to D.C., Oh, did she say the DC part? She didn't, did she? Oh, no, I she didn't. Go fuck yourself. Damn it. You, Vic. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Vic gets a point for that one, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let's try another one. Here's the second clip. He really changed the game for many of us as fans of wrestling. I'm not much of a fan these days. Let's find out just who said that in three. <laughs> All right. Fa- I'm not really a fan of wrestling. I'm going to say Opie on this one. Mm. Opie used to be talking a lot about wrestling on the show. Banfield. Banfield? I'm with you. Could be. Opie. You say Opie, Casey? Michael. Where did you go, Casey? Where, what happened to you? Can you hear me? It said Patrick oh. Michael. So Patrick Michael? Yeah. Okay. Two, one. Because it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Most yeah. of you guys wow. know who this guy is. Damn All it. Right? I should have known he, that. He, he really changed the game for many <laughs> of us as fans of wrestling. I'm not such a fan these days, but. Here's the third clip. How about all those people in your life? Why don't you go wander around and make up with all the people that you know did you wrong? Let's figure out who said it in three. Who the fuck would say that? Oh, it's got to be Jerry, Jerry Banfield. Banfield. He's, he's the uh, 12-step guy. Mm-hmm. That's one of the steps. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Jerry. What do you think, Chris? I'll, I'll say Opie. I'm Opie. foolishly going with you. Andy and I are going with Jerry. <laughs> I, know, I haven't gotten one right yet, Casey. I'm going Opie. Opie. All right, people, in, people are saying Stut Joe in the... Uh, Discord, I don't find out. He doesn't apologize to anyone. He he doesn't say things he thinks. You know what I mean? He never never says things like the way he lives his life. Two, one. How about all the people in your life? Why don't you go wander around and and make up with all the people that you know did you wrong? Here's the fourth clip. Hell yeah. Is he making up with people? There was just a clip that everyone wanted me to play where he's calling out Jim Norton. He's like, I don't want to fucking talk to that guy ever again. That's That's exactly where it was from. He was like, fuck you. I'm not making up with him. (laughs) Damn it. Why did I? I should have known that. (laughs) All right. Damn it. I was a kid. $750 seemed like a lot to me in those days. Let's figure out who said it. Patrick <sighs> Michaels never had $750. Oh, yeah. That would seem like a lot to him in these days. Yeah. So it can't be Patrick Michael. I'll go Opie again. I, mm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Stuttering John. Tom Myers. Casey? Patrick Michael. Patrick Michael. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Hey, <laughs> I was a kid. $750 seemed like a lot Am I to on the me board? in those days. Wow, Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Carl. <laughs> yeah. No one told me there was going to be boasting. All right, let's keep, let's keep this going. Playing the game, here's the fifth and final reading. Everyone else laughs along with me and realizes how small my cock is. Let's figure out who said it. And what? I gotta play Three, that. Play that. I gotta play that again. A lot to me in those days. Wow, Carl, you've really been playing the game. Here's the fifth and final reading. Everyone else laughs along with me and realizes how small my cock is. Let's figure out who said it in three. All right. Banfield. 
Because yeah. both Stuttering John and Opie have both been declaring the decency of their pieces True. lately. Because I got a good piece, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So who are you saying? Uh, Jerry Banfield. Jerry Banfield. I'm still gonna go Tom Myers. Okay. Tom Myers says he has a small dick. Yeah, maybe it's a comedic effect. I'm gonna go Patrick Michael. I'm going Banfield. Banfield. All right, let's see. Two, one. If I was these guys, this would be pretty nice. funny that this dude just busted his ass getting in the shower. So I'm the first one who starts laughing, and everybody else laughs along with me and realizes how small my cock is. <laughs> Macy ran away with it. Amazing. What's this production? What's going on? Welcome to the planetarium. <laughs> wow, look at you, Carl. You either did really good or bad. <laughs> you probably did good, though, because you spend way too much of your time listening to these five people on repeat every single weekend. Thank you for playing the game. I'm Vic. This was brought to you by Spite Productions. And remember, <laughs> fuck Cardiff Electric. Yeah. <laughs> wow, there's a rivalry going on. Very well done, Vic. Thank you for putting that together. By the way, I think Vic's going to do a special version of Who Said It when we do the Dick Show crossover with the characters from that world. Wow. So that'll be fun. Wow. Wow. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait for Casey to be at our roast and get reactions like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm lost. What, where, well, where are we? What are we I doing? Don't know. I won the I won the real proper game. So oh, Casey. yeah, I won yeah, Vic's yeah, yeah. game. I yes, think. Casey was the winner. My and... game's a yeah. fucking proper game. First of all, you could go and fuck yourself. Guess who made that game? It's me, bitch. <laughs> That's right, Vic. All I right. agree with you because I won your version. You guys are colluding over there. All right, guys, we're, <laughs> we're still on the show proper. We can't muck this up too much. We got to. Get into uh, everybody's favorite part of the show. The this is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast. We'll be reviewing on next week's WATP. That's right. We're back again next week with a brand new episode. And here's the show that we'll be talking about. I'm smoking weed. I'm smoking weed. To tell the world. I had some banger Amon's cringe songs. Oh yeah, it's today. it's it's starting to get it's a lot. Lately. Is it still Christmas? You do a lot of Christmas. I songs. woke up, Amon's cringe. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he sat in the corner of the office today and made up maybe five different but versions. But it's in five all minutes. to me and Amon's cringe. You know There's why? A place on Amon's cringe street. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you don't right. get back. All right, bit banter dead. Let's uh, hey, welcome to the podcast. It, it's because uh, it's because you shame me for whistling, and yeah. so now I sing. Yeah, yeah, that's way better. Yeah, <laughs> what? Because it's creative. Me. Yeah, put her there. This is a suggestion from Matthew. It's called The Yard. Let me read you the description. The Yard is a show hosted by Ludwig, Nick, Slime, and Aiden. These four visionaries were sent back from the future to fill the gaping void of white podcasters in L.A. So sit back, relax, and please, for the love of God, shut up. You are being so loud right now. This show makes $105,000 a month on Patreon. This is our next come town debacle. <laughs> I'm already calling it. I'm going to be like, I don't get this at all. This is stupid. And everyone's going to make fun of me for years to come for not understanding why this is a popular show. The Tard Yard. This is a very popular <laughs> show for some reason. Sounds terrible. Oh, boy. Does anyone know from the Discord? Are you guys familiar with The Yard? This is a huge show. 
never heard doesn't of it. doesn't look like it. Yeah, no one seems to know what the fuck this is. Mm. All right. Well, that'll be interesting. I do appreciate people bringing uh, to my attention shows that are popular. So that's very good. Um, yes, Cardiff Electric, you did get more votes on your version of the game Vote. than Vic did. <laughs> but Vic brought it today, you have to admit. That's the yeah. old fucking version, That's all right? This is version. perfected. This is new, baby. That's right. She didn't necessarily copy just the exact way that you did it. I just call it her own. Right. Right. A new yeah. accent this week, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, Andy, thank you so much for coming on. Anything yeah. you want to promote, my friend? Yeah, be on the lookout. I'm producing, directing, and starring in an Isotopes biopic. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to mention that Andy and I are in a band called Buzz Myers, which is now available anywhere you stream music. We have a four-song demo or EP, whatever you call it. And uh, it's B-U-Z-Z-M-I-R-E-S, Buzz Myers. If you spell it any other way, you will not find it. <laughs> and I've learned, because I promoted this on the Drew and Mike show earlier this week, that we picked a very bad band name if you want people to fucking find it, because nobody can. we picked it. <laughs> I know, Ed picked it. Anyway, Andy's the bass player. I'm the guitarist. You can find Buzz Myers wherever you uh, stream music. Check B- it out, B-U-Z-Z-M-I-R-E-S. I might pop a song at the end of this podcast cool. on there for people to check out. So uh, please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet news. We begin with our friends at Dabblers Anonymous, where Twidiots, trolls, and ex-chat moderators commiserate in anonymity. Joe Rogan Truther posts a video. Dr. Steve and Kumia talk Dabbler. Feeling bad for laughing at him. Tippy Toe Beans responds. No one should feel bad for laughing at him. He's a disgusting piece of shit. He's brought everything on himself by being a selfish man-child pig. Anthony's comments about his awful friendship with John are very revealing, but equally not that surprising. Amish Space Force notes, You know, a lot of people think John's lazy, obnoxious, mushmouthed, bitter, dishonest, and retarded, but he also smells. Meanwhile, back at YouTube headquarters, comments keep coming in regarding the latest breakdown of Easy For You To Say by the esteemed author Jay Melendez. One Eye sums it up with, This book is exactly what you would expect. John has two modes, innocent victim, or hero. Every life anecdote he tells is one of these two things. Scanman 1967. Something tells me John will be raging and threatening multiple lawsuits very soon. Ha ha ha. This will get good. Mike offers, Stuttering John should be grateful to you. I'd never heard of him until you and Revenge of the Sis brought him to my attention. Xpadge writes, I'm new to John in the wave of shit he seems to carry in his wake. It's golden. From our main page, Sin Murphy shares, I just went to Patrick Michael's YouTube channel and I'm shocked. He's a chubby redhead. I thought he had stringy, limp back hair and was emo. LOL. And so many polls to report on in Reddit this week, but Cardiff Elect captures our imagination with who said it. I will abide by the poll results. Which version of the game do you prefer? CTFC 99. As enjoyable as Vic's autistic screeching is, Cardiff's delivery and the ability to never break character makes him the superior choice. Bitter Brian counters with Vic's crying made it better. Getty Lee's thumb votes Cardiff. 
Kudos to Vic for coming up with the idea, but Cardiff righteously Edisoned it from her. Sorry, Vic. You snooze, you lose. Dead Eric opines, I only like it when it's Tom Myers. All other rounds slash answers are wrong. John Spick says, gotta mix in some more Jerry Banfield. And as the votes continue to pile in from a polarized audience, Decky Silvasol plays us out with neither. Mama had a chicken. Mama had a cow. Dad was proud. He didn't care how. Cow. Chicken. Uh-huh. Alright, Andy's getting fussy. <laughs> Let's move this along. Quickly. I just gave him another juice box. <laughs> I know. Are you ready? I Are you ready snack. for the jacked up review show? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> um all right, did, did either of you uh bring any reviews? Yeah, I've got them. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into it. Uh, go ahead. So let's hear a review. All right. Uh, let's see. Meh by Manduk006. I appreciate the idea, and I get that shitting on crap podcasts is funny, but I legitimately don't like it. It's incredibly cynical and obnoxious to an insane degree. The main host is like a friggin' parody of that loud drunk guy at a bar with no filter whatsoever. Parody. It's one of the most cringeworthy things I've ever heard. I'm only rating blank stars out of solidarity with indie podcasts and their favorable relationships with some podcasts I actually do like. Other than that, I wouldn't wipe my ass with this podcast. How many stars is this, Carl? Fucking write a book, why don't yeah. you? Sir, keep that opinion to yourself next time. <laughs> Thank you very much. We don't need that on the internet. I'm going to say two stars. I'd say three. Two. What it is got? a four-star review. Oh, I almost said four. <laughs> four stars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking guy. You could tell there was, like, peppered in inside jokes. Well, I'm surprised that Casey was even able to read that. That was just <laughs> yeah. way too much. It's way too long. <laughs> All right. Vic, do you have one? Oh, yeah. Uh, this one's called Fuck Yeah by It's Me, Bobo. Uh, he says, Stuttering John and Opie are the Scott and Todd of this podcast. <laughs> it's me, Bobo. I yeah. Wonder, yeah. I wonder if that's the real Bobo. Um, <laughs> Bobo, by the way, who uh, a retarded man who used to go on Opie and Anthony all the time, I met him in New York City. And I introduced myself, and he big-timed me. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Oh, someone just posted a, a photo of the shit underneath John's fingernail. Oh! Oh! I'm going to guess that's a five-star. Yeah, it was. Very good. That's Any it. More? That's it? All right. yeah. You only got two fucker reviews this week. What's up, Carl? What's up yeah. with that? I don't know. There's a, a decline in the amount of comments you've been getting lately. All right, all right. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> not everything is up for review all right did you look at the uh like why i jump ship on patreon comments <laughs> yeah if you want to send those my way carl i can read some um no no it's more work for me i do too much work as it is as yeah. you know and patrick michael will tell you i don't want to do any of the work yeah. i just want to show up and let people do the work for me 
Let's uh, crank through. We had a good, I'm going to say this, and then people are going to think differently, but I feel like we had a, a good crop of voicemails this week. I was enjoying the voicemails this week. And I do want to give a shout-out to Rick Moranis, who called in a couple of times. Sorry I goofed wow. up Little Shop of Horrors. I know that's one of your favorite movies you ever made, so I apologize for that. W-A-T-P. Serving up the best for the kangaroos and backslappers. Only on the internet. Less shock, more jock. Hey, it's me, your favorite announcer in the whole world. Renard the Fox. I'm coming to you live on WATP 97.62 on the radio internet station. If you like this station, why don't you go and leave a bookmark like and subscribe or subscribe to our patreon starting at five dollars a month that's right now let's take it to a little bit more of a serious level here you know this morning i came in and there was a pubic hair on the copier a pubic hair on the copier who's who's like is someone dropping trow in the copy room and like they're they're getting laid in this building dead serious Dead serious, very serious problem. We're going to get to the bottom of that, but first, it's up next. It's the Isotopes with their number one hit, the music special, only on WATP. WATP. What the fuck? Oh, thank you, Carl. You keep it down to 30 fucking seconds, Carl. Yeah, but there was some production value in that one. I thought it was pretty good. It was shit. It was absolute shit. The review cars are now reviewing things in real time. I give that voicemail one star. You're supposed to read other people's reviews, not have your own thoughts. I wasn't give it a star. Review girls are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Well, why does this show have two, then? Yeah, well, we eat a lot. <laughs> what up, Carl? This is the last talk that I'm sending you. Um, Cardiff Electric, he's a real low-down, piece of dirty, bottom-of-the-barrel shit, okay? Nobody fucking likes him. But he does a hell of a job making that who gets the game. Yep. So, you know what? Tell Vic to don't quit her day job, and uh, you know what? I'll send props to Cardiff on that, man. You know, I hate the motherfucker, but he, he makes a hell of a who gets the game. So, yeah, that's that's my last thought I'm sending you. Yeah, Vic. And plus, Carl, you got you got a real way with the ladies, man. I can I can see that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You fucking piece of shit. All right, later. <laughs> I got a real way with the ladies. Oh my god! That made me laugh. <laughs> it's pretty good. You know what? That guy can fucking call in next week. Let's let's see his review. All right. Keep calling, sir. He called a bunch of times. That was just the one I wanted to play. Hey, Ryan What the fuck is that accent? I don't fucking know. I keep getting new ones like every other fucking week, and it's really obnoxious. It is. You switch cities, and suddenly you're you're a Southern Belle or something. <laughs> you're a Midwest uh, house you know, fine. All right. Uh, Ryan Seacrest called into the show. Hey, Carl, this is Ryan Seacrest. I want to thank you for reviewing my podcast. Uh, you know, I'm kind of like the bread guy. I turn my passion into my job. Let me tell you how I did it. I fucked Merv Griffin. <laughs> <Good idea. laughs> Pretty good joke. 
Made me laugh. Anyone know who Merv Griffin is? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a dated reference. Uh, this one's for you, Vic. We got to get back to when nobody remembered that Vic created the Who Said It game because, Jesus Christ, you cannot have these people thinking that they are worth anything or that any of their ideas are good because, I mean, you see how it goes. Everything's a shit show. So, I, I don't know. We can't give her any more credit for this. It's going to her head. She needs to just shut up and show her mediocre tits. That's her position. She needs to understand it, and you need to make her understand that. Please, Fartface Carl. Thank you. I, I got you on this one, Vic. Those tits are not mediocre, yeah. sir. Those That's are above what I was average. About to say. They're a little step above. Just a little step. <laughs> God, that's this very, quote unquote woman. Very, very <laughs> insulting. I think they're great. Very Vic. insulting. Oh, yours are better. Oh no, no you. <laughs> you know, there's a way that we could prove this, right, ladies? <laughs> you know, they were talking about some kind of um, Daphne and Velma cosplay situation I'm that we should be doing. Oh, bet we'll go up to New York for the stupid little creep off roast. Yes. Yeah. Mm. This creep off roast is starting to get interesting. I have to write any jokes now. I've got a nice form fitting purple dress I can wear. I think I can pull off Daphne. I'll buy something orange. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> How about Scooby and Scrappy? <laughs> that was the funniest thing Andy's ever said. I know. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. Carl, have you gotten any good feedback with this stupid game? Come on, man. Just cut it out of the show. Everyone fucking loves this game. It's sweeping the nation. What are you talking about, sir? <laughs> Who Said It is amazing. We might just turn into the Who Said It podcast. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Vic, here's another one for you. Oh, shit, Carl. The millennial man. I just got to say, like, the content lately, the fucking Dutch Joe and Dr. Steve, uh... And, and and the fucking Ryan Seacrest episode, fucking classic. But the best thing that I have heard in a while is Vic this fucking angry. And I haven't even finished the fucking episode. I haven't even finished her fucking appearance. But holy shit, can we have fucking raising Vic every week, please? This is so fucking great. Anyways, uh, go fuck yourself. Doing a great job. Uh, call me back. Yeah, so I guess Angry Vic is better than trying out new accents, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I remember someone last week putting in the Discord, like, I can't tell if I'm turned on or turned off by Angry Vic, but it's happening. Well, you got to keep reinventing yourself, though, Vic. That's what I like about you is that you don't just <laughs> latch on to your success. You continue to grow and change, and that's very important to do that. Well, I don't want to become Stuttering John yet, so <laughs> we'll see. Someday. Uh, this is more more stuff for uh, Vic. Hey, uh, this is Johnny Rico. Vic didn't invent that game. She's gaslighting everyone. Everyone knows that it was Cardiff Electric. He's the only one that ever put any kind of production into any bit for the show. It was Cardiff Electric. Don't let Vic gaslight everyone. Fuck you, Vic. Show us your tits, you dumb whore. This guy's making a lot of good points. <laughs> I put production in it this week, though. He could suck my cock. <laughs> um, I loved it. Oh, this is a guy who's very upset with me. This is a uh, Patreon supporter. He's very upset with me. Carl, know what it looks like when you have content in your Patreon that you make people pay for, to view or listen to, and then after a while 
you put that same content for free on YouTube for everyone to enjoy. You know what that's called? A shitty thing to do to your Patreon supporters. What a fucking asshole you are. Go fuck yourself, Carl, you piece of shit. You're going to lose more money now, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> so angry. Um, I, I did take the very first part of producer Chris and, and me talking about easy for you to say during John's audio book. I did make a, a video of that for YouTube. And uh, if you support us on Patreon, that wouldn't affect you in any way. <laughs> it couldn't possibly harm you in any single way. You still got to enjoy that content when you got to enjoy that content. But thank well, you, and sir. And you keep the pictures of me and Casey on there. Great. So, you know. Pictures? The pictures? <laughs> <laughs> pictures. Absolutely. Yes. Um, you, you do have wet t-shirt review girls on there when you sign up for our Patreon. That I do what not put on are they in? Are they picture for? They're images. <laughs> right. I like to put up JPEGs and GIFs. Exactly. All right. A couple more. Oh, Gene Simmons called in a lot this week. Oh, I think he would have better things I to didn't, do. I'm not playing all of them. Hello. This is Gene Simmons from KISS. If you don't play this voicemail in its entirety on the show, then the Bills will lose to the Kansas City Chiefs tomorrow right. night. I'll play it. This is Gene Simmons from KISS. <laughs> okay. I want to rock and roll <laughs> and party every day. I want to rock and roll all night. Suspiciously sounds like Barack Obama. And party every day. <laughs> I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. All right, man. This is Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> Sounds like Gene Simmons from Kiss, doesn't it? Yeah. Not, not Carnival. Just like him. Hey, speaking of the Bills. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. No. I like Cardiff's game better than Vic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When you leave voicemails, please don't leave that much of a pregnant pause in there. It's very difficult. All right. I'm sorry. You speaking of the Bills? Yeah. Speaking of the Bills, um, I heard they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. How does that make you feel, Carl? Well, it's interesting. Tucker Dixon reminds me of that quite often. And uh, I I didn't like it at the time. I thought it was pretty pathetic. But Tucker, if the Bills end up winning the Super Bowl, you can say you beat a Super Bowl winning team. Wouldn't that be neat for the for three-win Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars in a 17-game season? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Hey, uh, Opie's best friend called into the show. Uh, this is Opie's dog, Doggy. And I can confirm that Opie does not have a big piece. Doggy out. Doggy out. <laughs> All right, last one. It is covered with peanut butter, though. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. All right, last one. And this is Barack Obama calling into the show. I got to say, though, guys, I think this one might be a fake. I don't think this is the real Barack Obama. Hello, this is Barack Obama. Michelle and I were chilling the other night with a glass of wine, and decided to uh, listen to some podcasts. We uh, tuned to your channel and gave an episode a listen. Uh, after about five minutes, uh, Michelle turned to me and said, uh, Barack, this is a pile of shit. So she left. I gave the rest of the episode a uh, listen, and I liked it. It was pretty good. 
to be fair, though, I, I also like Joe Biden. So, you know, take that for what you will and uh, go Bills. Go Bills. This is Barack Obama. Who are these podcasts? <laughs> That's not the same Barack Obama. That usually calls into the like, show. Uh, maybe Gene Simmons pretending to be. It Barack sounds like Obama. Gene Simmons doing his best Barack Obama impression. <laughs> this yeah. is this is Barack Obama. From I want to rock and roll. Oh, night shut up! That's awful. Party every day. <laughs> Am I getting heckled on my own yeah, show yeah. right now? Yes. <laughs> you got to come to the roast to do that shit. They're reviewing you now. All right, mm-hmm. um, we're gonna take off. I'm gonna pop on here at the end. Buzz Myers, the song called Graveyard, Andy and, and my uh, new project that's three years old. Jesus, I gotta go. This is getting stupid. Bye, guys. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's the- over. <laughs>
Come on.